and welcome to episode 480 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, very tired, Sean. <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> uh, that, that intro really took, already took it out of me, Ed. <laughs> You're done. Woo! I'm done. Spent. Everybody else. It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, has it been a week. Uh, so, Ed, how was your week? Uh, busy. Busy, oh, very busy. Uh, can't wait. I, I, oh, first of all, I'm glad to see you made it through the... Um, Water, not water problem? <laughs> yeah, the, apparently the, the only problem we had was a water bottle shortage. <laughs> yeah, really, because for those people who weren't listening last week, who haven't listened last week, there was a um, spill in the one of the water s- supplies that the Joker basically dropped liquid... Uh, um, Paint. It was uh, liquid latex into the water supply. Right. And then it was like, you can't drink the water at all. And then it was a mass panic and people bought a bunch of waters. And then it was like, no, 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 you can you can drink the water up until midnight Monday night. Yeah. And then it was like, but we're going to keep testing it. And then like Monday night, it was like, no, no, it should be good by Wednesday. And then Wednesday came, we're like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, we, we, and they're like, well, the we had a lot of rain and it helped wash out that stuff. And you're like. Did you got you guys missed it, didn't you? <laughs> like it, the, the spill happened on Wednesday. You're now telling us about it on what Sunday? Well, no, they it happened Friday night, eleven. Well, right, right. The spill happened on eleven thirty. When did they decide to tell the Philadelphia? Sunday, Sunday. So two days later, right? Two days later. So how do you know that it within those first forty eight hours? Well, they know they know by what comes into the water and yeah, what they treat and all by right. the, the, the timetable, and they right. know, they know that timetable. So we, they were good until that moment. When panic set in, and of course, and it's someone, oh shit, right? And I know from experience from going many multiple Sundays trying to find a bottle of water, uh-huh. is there's none. So right. it was just funny to hear. I mean, I've heard horror stories where somebody was over an hour away and they still couldn't find water because they, because again, right. and I don't, they, some people didn't know about it, and some right. people like they knew about it but didn't care, like anything. Right. Like, fuck it, I don't drink the water anyway, right. <laughs> Yeah. Like now I'm gonna buy it. Just like when it snows, I'm gonna buy eggs. Right, <laughs> right. Just have this constant supply. It, it just, but I've got a shed in the back. What for? What are we gonna do with it? Eggs, milk, and bread, and water now. Water, just in case. Get your own little compound going. Why? What's going? Millionaires. It's liquid gold. It's liquid gold. That's exactly it. I'm just gonna start a little corner store, <laughs> a little shop in front of my driveway, and just. <laughs> Ed's story I'm, called "You Should Have Known Better" because <laughs> it's just dumb, and it's just like so. People are in a panic, and they were, you know, uh, people. Got, like, I went to four stores, and I couldn't find anything. Oh, whole four stores. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, yeah, like I said, every, by every, the way, I'm drinking bottled water, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're both drinking water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brought to you by Deer Park. Mm. Mm, that's good water. Deer Park, that's good water. Um, it's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like paint. Ah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we were getting every day. We were getting a warning not to drink it. But if you list watch the news, it was like no big deal. Yeah, it like, was yeah, like yeah, it's fine. I even made a Facebook post. My Facebook post was, I mean, let's be honest, was the water ever really that good in the first place? <laughs> I mean, it's city water. <laughs> you know, I mean, granted, you and I 
drank from the hose when we were kids. So I'm like, whatever. You know? Yeah, I say it's called it's, and I you can, this is the thing for radio. I'm putting quotes up. It was drinkable, right? Like, <laughs> like in Philadelphia, it was drinkable, drinkable, <laughs> loosely meaning drinkable. And when you say drinkable, you got to put your hands up and do the quotation right. marks. Like, you go, well, I'm making juice, so maybe the juice crystals will wash out any kind of filth in it. I got a Brita thing on my filter. It's good. <laughs> so yes, it was it was kind of a fun, interesting week just for that alone. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, outside of that, what did you do this week? Uh, well, start. I'll start off. I'll do it in order, so that oh, way you know. Okay. That good. way you think. We got so, a timeline. Timeline. So Wednesday night, uh, Sipon comes over. We always have to watch a movie, and this time we decided to watch something on uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, and it was funny because we're we're flipping through things and we're looking for different movies, and mm-hmm. he mentions to me that. South Park's in trouble, and I didn't know this. What for now? They're in trouble because they have made a deal with Paramount Plus. Yes, I remember do, that to do the special. I think we talked about that on the air, and I forgot about it. Right, I, you know, four specials or something like right. that. Yeah. So they did those specials, and that's over. Uh-huh. Well, they're doing more specials, oh. right? So and HBO Max is going. Bitch, you belong to us. <laughs> that's exactly it. So HBO Max is trying to take them to court now over this. But trying they, to take South Park or Paramount? South Park. Uh, you know, someone's sitting there with a pen going, make sure you write all this down. But, but the thing is, is that South Park's, South Park's telling them that, yes, they have the content of all the shows. They're exclusive for the shows. But not the specials. Right. And it's the, the movie. Loophole. It's the that, loophole. That's going, loophole. Hey, you know what? You got all the right star TV shows and any TV specials that we do. These are movies and special streaming. That's separate contract, bitches. So on Paramount Plus right now, there is two two episodes. It's called Streaming Wars. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, okay. they literally make fun of HBO for an hour and 48 minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, they, they it was brilliant. It was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in my life. It took us 20 minutes to realize we're going, oh, my God, they're poking at HBO. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, my God, they're at HBO. Holy crap. They're they're. They are biting the hand that feeds them. Exactly. Those m- evil, brilliant, <laughs> mad geniuses. And I'll, and I'll give you, I'll give you the basic premise. I won't get the whole thing. But all right, all, all I'll I buy, I'll is, watch it. is that there is that there's now a competing weed market for uh, integrity. <laughs> right, right, okay. Weed that uh, Stan's uh, father owns. Right, right. right Stan, yeah. They, yeah, I think it's Stan's dad is a weed dealer. Yeah, he's a weed dealer, and he owns a farm. And it happened during COVID. Yes. Because they had a whole special COVID, a pandemic. Yeah, so yeah, all right. So, so they... So they're they're of course they're north of Denver in the mountains kind of thing. Right, right. And the water... And Colorado is a legal weed state. Right. So they they go it go the water goes down the the the, the stream goes down to Colorado oh, and they're going through a drought right now. Okay. So they figured out a way the 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 city the city of Denver decides that they can go up north to Denver and try to get the streaming rights from the farmers oh. to to get to get uh, uh, the oh, water. Oh, okay. And if they if they they can prove that their their streams are going. To the De- De- Denver uh, Reservoir, okay, that they can get this De- money. Okay, okay. So the kids have to make these boats because they were in camp one time. They had to make these boats that float. Uh-huh. So they made these <laughs> boat boats 
And of course, now other companies, now people are realizing the rich down in Denver are realizing this, and they're buying land of streams okay. up north. And it's the streaming wars is about water. <laughs> yes. uh, you fucking genius, all right? So now they have to make boats for everybody, but they were supposed to make exclusivities. <laughs> 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 see the weather. See what the light just got on. This is As I said that, you like yep, got it. Yep, guy, guy knew where they were going. I'm like, the rest of it's hilarious. <laughs> it gets better and better and better <laughs> because there's stuff, stuff. Stuff, the old stuff that you that they used in pay, previous seasons that come up and you're going, oh, I remember that, right? You know, and it was it was pretty substantial, right? And it's hilarious. I I'm mean, gonna have to watch it when I go home tonight. New homework assignment. <laughs> so, so I, I highly recommend it. We were laughing and laughing and laughing. Nice. This was really good, and it was it was just like because as soon as it's like. Oh shit! <laughs> I can't believe they're doing this, and it's just like we just kept watching it. It just got it just got worse. And worse. You're right. Oh my god! But it was great. It was it was a laugh a minute. It's worthwhile. It's definitely I recommend highly recommend it. Good thing I have Paramount Plus and <laughs> <laughs> have HBO Max. <laughs> so, All right, so that was Wednesday. So you enjoyed the your 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 time watching the the boys at the park. And then Thursday, kind of like last minute, we saw we went to the theater. My wife and I went to the theater and mm-hmm. saw a movie. What movie? We saw Dungeons and Dragons: uh, Honor Among Thieves. Is, is that is that because you got the premiere because of the Amazon Prime thing? No, uh, oh, okay. No, what what what? Was, uh, I got that, but I that was like the Sunday, like a week uh, ago. Before. Okay, yeah. Right, right, right. This is this is opening weekend that's okay. happening. How was it? I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised because uh-huh. I like. I, I've, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let's go. Let's let's, let's throw back because there is a previous Dungeons and Dragons movie. There's there a couple. There are several, right? The first one I remember. The first, the only one I saw had Jeremy uh, Jeremy Irons in it, or is it John Malkovich? No, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy is Irons, and he's in it, and Marlon Wayans. Yes, and not good. I mean, as a, as a Dungeons and Dragons fan, I thought it was entertaining, and it was like, okay, well, at least it's something, right? I preferred the cartoon, but you know, <laughs> and, but I was like, all right, all right, it is what it is. Now I hear that this is really, really good. This one, yes. All right. I also know I saw a clip that the kids from the cartoon, if you blink, you miss them. Actually, you don't have to blink. Really? Yes, you you can blink. Actually, no, you don't have to blink. You can blink uh-huh. because there is there's no speak. They have no speak. Right, parts. right. They turn a corner and they look, and there's like another camera angle, and they they look like the kids that are dressed in the cartoon. They're the kids dressed as the cartoon. Right, and then they, the, and they and they and they kind of like they do something. They scamper off. Yeah. But I'm like, I recognize every single one of them. Yes, and I was like. You sons of bitches! That's a good callback because maybe not a lot of people I, know I'm, that. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you this: the only way to make that movie better is to give them roles. Like the really, actress, that was the only way to make it better. It, it was. It was great. There was a surprise cameo. I'm not gonna tell you who it All is. Right, good, good, good. Because it's it's an insignificant character, and it was. But it was like I'm sitting there going, "Is that? Is how did he get in this movie? Okay, and you're going, right. and you're going like, who yeah, knows who? Yeah, right. <laughs> Because because this one this one to me was a big grab and it was like okay. you know, it's, a, it's, right. a, it's a big star and I'm like how's he how did he get well, maybe this? the big star plays Dungeons and Dragons you never know you, you never know but he played it 
great. Okay, I mean, he played all right, great. All right. And it was like I said, it was only a only small part, and it was it was but it was a cameo, and I was just like. Oh, it was brilliant. Stole it. You're like, oh my god, I can't believe not it again, but it's awesome. All right, because yeah. I'm really dying to see that one. That that is a movie that I'm like. Because to be honest with you, I didn't want to go see it. Really, my wife really wanted to see it because one of the writers and directors was a somebody from Freaks and Geeks. I can't think. Yes, of, uh, yeah, John yeah, yeah. Tyne Daly or something like that. Yeah, or? the guy. He actually. The guy, I think, if we're talking about the same person, he went and starred in Bones. Yes, he, he was. was the he was a psychiatrist. Yes, who wound up getting killed, but then also become like a serial killer type thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spoilers for Bones. <laughs> no, he's not the serial killer. He's a no, but he was like a, 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 a what do you call it a, a, a victim. A, a victim. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like he went and became like a big time writer. You know, so like he wrote a couple other really good movies yeah. too. So like, all right, so that's why she went because she's a fan of that guy. Yeah. That's weird. He's like, oh, I like his career, so I figure, you know, he goes see support it, it, right? Yeah, support I him it. and that kind of thing. And I, he's like, oh, yeah, I know you like Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm like, yeah, a yeah, yeah. I've been played in years, you know, right? I'm I right, man, I guess so. I'm in mean, all the movies and cartoon and yeah, I mean, scotch, really a little bit. You know? I, have, I have books and dice. I, and- I have this and symbol tattooed on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It doesn't have any tattoos. I was just saying like, how into Dungeons and Dragons he is. He's got the little and symbol. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I have every movie. Every favorite, <laughs> anything that was D&D kind of related, right. I have. Like an animated movies. I, I, we it. Movies never everybody heard of. I have them. There is, I have to buy it this week, um, is a pop figure. It's a gelatinous cube. Um, a gelatinous cube pop figure. And you're like, how do they pull that off, right? Yeah. It's the cube, but there's a skeleton inside trying to come out, and the skeleton's the pop figure. <laughs> it is, and it's fuckers heavy, too. I'm like, that one's coming home with me. <laughs> oh, so, okay, I'm good, glad. Like, yeah, I said, it's, it's, I'm not, I don't want to give because if I say anything about the movie, right, it kind of ruins. It's going to ruin the whole thing, uh, okay. you know, like type of thing. Uh, here's what I know: I know that uh, Michelle Rodriguez made a point to tell people that she grew her armpit hair out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she, I knew that made news somewhere. Right? right. Yeah, I'm like, just, well, she's you know, she's committed. I, I, I don't even remember that be in the. I, you know, no, I, I, well, I guess when she swings around because she's you know, she, she, and you go, oh, hair makes sense. She's yeah. a barbarian. Yeah, you know, like all right. All right, so what else? Uh, okay, so that was the, now Friday was the the big day. Oh, because Fridays are the I, uh, the adventure. Well, well, it was the day though no, the day that I I think I texted you or messaged you that I hit one thousand in my. Movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it, uh, actually, I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Okay. It was definitely Thursday okay. because I because it coincided with what happened to me this week. We'll we'll get to that timeline in a moment. <laughs> so <laughs> so all right, so Ed. Thousand movies, thousand and one movies. So, okay, so what, I mean, what's, let's let me ask. Let's go backwards. What is the one thousandth and one movie? The fa- one thousand and one movie. I actually picked up because I'll do those real quick. Okay, I bought a movie and watched I, it today on the I, way I, in. I bought two movies. Uh-huh. I, I got ah. I, I got a deal on it. This the, it's Scream Five. I think okay, right, the new Scream. Okay, because Scream okay. Six is out in the theaters. I got right, right, right. Because I, I got it cheap because I had a gift card and I okay, used it. Okay, okay, okay. Type thing. And then this week, as I pre-ordered it, and I did watch this one. This will come up as... Ding, ding, ding. I watched... Is that 1001? No, that, this was 1001 with Scream. Oh, is that one? This one was... <laughs> Don't tell me, like, 998. 998, okay. 998, because it was 997 the last time we spoke. Oh, right, because it came out last... Uh, for the record, I actually... To, when we'll go back to when we'll do my timeline for the week. Um, I bought that today and watched it before I came into the show. Okay. So we could talk about that good, one. Good, good, good. Yes. yes. That one is, just for the record, it is Batman, the doom that the came doom to, to Gotham. Gotham. Right. 
So now, because like, that was nine ninety eight, I still had two more, two movies. more movies, two more movies, two movies. All right, so one thousand. Right. Okay, and I didn't know what to do because I'm like, and I'm, and I have lists made. I'm typing things yeah, it's out. It's got spell Excel spreadsheets, and <laughs> he's got to, you know, there's a what do you call it? There's a, a, a thing down in Atlantic, Atlantic AC, and for, what do you call it? Uh, Vegas going. What's the movie going to be? What's the over under? <laughs> So, is it going to be a comedy? I, we got 10 to 1 says it's going to be an action-adventure movie. <laughs> it would have lost. Oh! What was the end? The underdog was Child's Flick. <laughs> like a little kid movie. Like so, uh, Peter Rabbit. So so I so I'm going to I'm going to give you 999 now. 9.99. Okay. Now 9.99 was because Sipon talked about it. Uh-huh. And I wanted to see it. And I never saw it. Okay. And he saw it. He's like, he's like, it reminded me of Terry Gilliam films. So I, I okay. you know, thing. So he right, told right. me about it. It was Eric the Viking. So oh, I remember seeing that a long time ago. So I got that one. I figured, oh, okay, I'll put. Th- it is very much, yeah, 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 definitely in the vein of a, a muddy python, Mel Brooks kind of flick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was like Tim Robbins, Eric the Viking. It's like, haha, funny, funny. Okay. Right, so I got nine ninety nine. Now I'm like, now I'm like scouring. I'm like, nah, nah, you're I got sweating bullets. You're going sitting there, going, ooh, sleep, waking up at night, going, what could it be? Should it be this? Could it be that? Oh my god. And I, I, I know, no matter what movie I picked, it was you're it was, gonna laugh at it. You're like, gonna, I have you're, a big giant bull to bar. I'm just gonna throw a bunch of. I'm gonna throw a dart and just bleh. you're gonna you're just gonna make fun and I'm like I don't care. And Sean's just gonna tear into it, but it's show it's show content. <laughs> That's exactly, I, I, you know what? But as long as I'm happy with my choice, I don't care what he right. says, right? And I, as soon as I saw it in my list, I'm like, "That's it, ice castles." <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? No. <laughs> This one, nobody, nobody, nobody came in. A dark horse dark coming in from the came storm. out of nowhere. Type of thing. I laughed when I when I saw the title. I laughed so hard. I'm like, it has to be it. It's Let me guess. Be- it's probably like a, a thousand and one. It's got probably got like a thousand in the name in it, right? <laughs> like, you will, you'll never guess it in a in a million years. All right, what was it? It's Wing Commander. Folks, if you would have had money down on dumb movie or movie based on video game, yeah, th- I, there you go. I, does it have Mark Hamill in it? No. Okay. No, but it has Freddie Prince Jr. in it. Yes. Right. Right. I think I remember seeing this one. And Matthew Lillard. Right. Yeah. Right. It's based on the video game Wing Commander. And the reason why I think I, I said Mark Hamill is because Mark Hamill is a voice in one of the games. Yes. He actually, well, it's not really a voice. He's actually in the game because it's the, during the time where they would do live action with, uh, with what do you call it? Um, CGI. CGI. Yeah. With computer program. Oh, okay. So Wing Commander. <laughs> I didn't even know that was in, in voodoo. At a t- I, <laughs> I didn't even know it was an option. <laughs> I thought I thought that movie disappeared. That was way, 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 way down. Was it doing the sci-fi thing? The sci-fi? No, story? actually, it was it was a release. It was a release in the theater in 1999. No, no, no. I mean, it was a purchase in Voodoo. Because I, I, how did you, how, yeah. how did you stumble across that? It was in this. I just, I just one day I was like going through. You know, like you have, you go through. My memory, I go. I'm rolodexing through. I'm like, oh, I remember this movie. I remember this movie. I put uh-huh. it in and see if it comes up because oh. sometimes if you go through Voodoo, 
you know, there's some movies that right like, they never make it because you got to go through like the genres. You, like you could do the deals, and they'll pick like the top maybe like thousand movies or something. Or you always know when you're going into the bottom of the barrels when the movies start off with like, oh my god, it's Matrix, and you know this and this, and then you get down to it's Velocipaster. You're going, oh, okay, I'm hitting. No, we're scraping right. You're scraping the bottom with this one going. <laughs> All right, let's go back up to the top. Okay, there's but, you. Know. <laughs> but I would type. I would actually type in movies in my computer or on the website and like see if it comes available because there's certain movies that just don't show up. Right, right, right. Type okay. of thing, and I'm always curious, and I always like to find the obscure ones, and that's of course obviously yeah, that's, that's, obscure. Just obscure. <laughs> so one day it was there, and I'm like, I think it was like twenty bucks, and I'm like, I'm not buying. I it. ain't worth fucking twenty bucks. So I'm 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 gonna pin that. Yeah, just put that in and hopefully one day it'll be... Well, go down. You know, it, it, it wasn't 20 bucks I paid. It was 10? For. It was 10. Uh, you know. That's all right. That's all right. 10 bucks for the 1,000 movie. Now, forever on, from ever on, every time you see Wing Commander, you go, 1,000. <laughs> Whenever we talk about movies, which 1,000 movie? Wing Commander. People are like, what? Wing Commander. Check it out. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., Mrs., Mr., uh, Mr. Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you call it? Fred from Scooby Doo. <laughs> He's all. She's all that. Freddie Prince Jr. So yeah. So Chico and the Man's I was, dad. Son. I was so. I was so relieved. That was so relieved. Like, oh, thank God. You heard you're like, oh my God, this is it. This is one thousand, one thousand. I can't believe it. I fucking did it. Bye. Oh, thank God, that's over with. And I'm like, oh. and I'm like the first thought, first thought in my head is like, I got to tell Sean. <laughs> right. <laughs> I won't tell him what it is because right. it's that show content. Right, right. It's, it's show content. And I gave him the most bland, act, if we call it, like response. Like, oh, okay. Like, and, and, but there was a reason for it. I was, I was genuinely excited. I was like, oh, I can't. I legitimately, I was where I was at, at the moment. I was like. Oh wow, that's actually kind of cool. I can't wait to go talk to him, see him Sunday, so we can find out what movie it is. Finally, <laughs> after like five weeks, he's finally made a decision. <laughs> I can't wait, and it's Wing Commander. I'm gonna have to go home and look it up <laughs> and add it to my wish list. I'm I'm close to 900, so you got you got easily got some movies on me. All right. So, so that was that was Thursday. That was Thursday. So Friday, I guess, because I was counting right. that as Friday. Okay. So, okay. so Saturday, uh-huh. I watched. The Doom that came from that came to Gotham. Right, 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 right. I have to say, what a movie. What a movie, what a spectacular movie it was. I wish it was rated R. That's the only the only down. You know what? I will agree with that because I really fucking liked that movie. <laughs> like I, I it was like uh, I think Rotten Tomato has like an eighty seven. And it really should have been partial nudie. It was fucking Oswald Copperpot's butt. Um uh, uh, I really I saw the trailer for it a bunch of times, and I'm always circling. And I was like, "I think I want to get this." And today, I found myself at Target, and I was like, "I went to see if it was there, and it was there." Just quick, snatched it up, came home, and I had him like, "I can, I could, I could probably bang this out before I come, I come over to the show." Mm-hmm. So I got something to talk about. I've seen some things. I also did a homework assignment, um, but yeah, I was like, I, I was really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I mean, obviously, clearly, it's uh, what do you call it? Uh, HP Lovecraft inspired. It's right. also based on a book too. Um, I, I I heard that because I saw like a quick article once where it's like how the movie is different from the book, and I'm like well, I didn't read the book, so I don't want to know. Right. It is definitely an Elseworlds title. Yes, 
Um, it definitely seems like um, not necessarily a sequel, but a companion piece to Gotham by Gaslight. Because it's in that same kind of Victorian era London. Well, that was the thing because the 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 the, the tells was nineteen thirties. It was nineteen thirties Gotham, is what it was. In in that one, yes. Okay. And the reason why I could tell you is that prohibition was going on. Right, at that right, time. right, right. That makes sense. So so they were they were you know. Right, but it was Commissioner also- Gordon was also trying to get the booze because there, right. there was a throwaway, not a throwaway, but there was a particular scene with um, Oliver Queen in right. there. You know, uh-huh. He goes, he goes, he goes. Next time I get a case, boys, I'll follow you. So you know how to get to the end. <laughs> you get to go bottom of case. <laughs> like that was great. I was, was like, it was very good. It was, it was. I liked the spin on certain characters they did. Uh, yeah, I, there was a moment where I was like, I can't believe they, they did that one. Like, without spoiling it, there are certain people in it who don't make it through the movie, and I was like, Oh, I can't believe they did that. Like, right, that's kind of cool. You know, I liked the take on certain characters. I was like, That's when you spin it with a little Lovecraftian magic into yeah. it. How grotesque some of those characters could be, and I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I was, I was really digging it. I thought it was really good. Yes, yeah, I'm assuming you enjoyed it as well. I did. Oh, yeah, I highly enjoyed it. I recommend it. Um, I, I think R would have been a better. I think. I think if they if they could cord it up a little bit more, right, it would have right. been what it would would have been perfect, kind of thing. Um, I do. I do have to say though, it took me two sittings to get through it because one was I got busy, so I had to. Right, right, finish, right. I have to come back to it, and I, and I tried to come back like Saturday night, and I finished it actually today. Gotcha. Because I was falling asleep. I was. I, 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 I. That happened to me too. Like not for nothing. I was nodding off, but I also realized too I'm super tired. So right. like, I was like, what? what? Well, can I just rewind back a little bit? Yeah, yeah I was was, say because a couple of times I did that last night. I was like watching it, and I was just uh, like zonking out, and I'm like, now he's somewhere, and I'm like. Right, how do you get there? How do you get there? Wait, wait, wait what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let me back it up. And I'm like, watching it again. And then... <sighs> right, like I think me sitting still for like an hour and a half was my body was just going, dude, I'm not doing anything, just watching. Yeah. I was like, dude, maybe you should just take a nap. Like, just, just close your eyes. It'd take a rest. <laughs> take a rest. It's only, yeah, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Who cares? Good. <laughs> it's okay. You had, a, you had lunch? Good, take a nappy time. <laughs> nap, nap. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I finished it. I was like, I, I was getting uh, ready to come. Like I was getting, I was in my comfy clothes. So as I was, as I was getting dressed to come over, I was finishing it up, and I was yeah. like, woo! All right, yeah. Like I said, I, I and say like you're right. Like all the, there was a lot of characters in it, and that's the thing that would like, be hard to explain to somebody, especially on a podcast, going through beat by beat. But the, it was amazing because it's like how they just dropped right. certain names, you know, right. like and certain even, places, and and, and and even if it was just like. One person, and that person may be in for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, they bring Oswald Cobblepot into the beginning. I thought he'd be a little bit more prevalent. Wasn't. Just wasn't. And then I, they had a character who turned into another character and Batman, you know, a Batman villain. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting take. Yeah. You know, and I was like, all right. And then that happened. That spawned into another character that I was like, oh, that's that version of that one. Like, that. I like that. Yeah. And then... Then that person did something to another character that turned them into the, another character, and I'm like, "Oh, that! Oh, that was really cool." Like, yeah. And the way it was stylized, like, you know, I was like, "Oh, that! You're right. It probably would have been beneficial with a little bit more gore." Yeah. You know, not necessarily like blood and the. Like I said, but, I, I, I would, I, I don't like gore, but I right. mean, for this, it would have been like. Yeah, you know, because I've, a couple of times I, I was like, I didn't look till like later going, was this an R-rated movie? Right. It should have been because right. there was people dying in it. Yeah. And you're going, yeah. wow, like 
they're really like yeah. you know like they're they're i guess they're trying to put all the stops for this one trying to you know i don't know if they're if their movies are, are not doing well the animated movies are not selling I, I, anymore because they're still making them i mean Maybe, i think yeah. there's another one coming out soon i i think that there i think you need this to get to um what do you call it uh batman metal that's the one with the batman who laughs yeah um, I think because they introduced um, in that storyline, there's the Red Death character, which is a fl- uh, evil version of Flash, but it's not really Flash; it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, spoilers that it affects that that they pull that character into the Flash for the final season. Ah, okay. Yeah, you know, like the, the, in the Flash in the final season, there's the Red Death, but the Red Death isn't Bruce Wayne; it's somebody else. And when I saw who it was, I was like, "You gotta fucking be kidding me!" You mean a spoiler for you? Yeah. Batgirl, Batwoman. Oh. They brought Batwoman in from her TV show, the the last uh, the girl who played Batwoman. Yeah. Uh, they brought her in from yeah, as as what do you call it? Like Bruce Wayne. It's it's not Bruce Wayne. It's it's not even cast uh, Kane. It's it's who the girl. I yeah, I forget. I, I I didn't watch it. Yeah, I'm neither did I. So like who the the, the African American girl who they brought in as Batwoman for the last season. She is Red Death in The Flash. Oh, right. I don't know if they've defeated her yet or not, but I know Ollie Queen's back. You know? Oh, is she easy? Yeah. Oliver Queen's back. Yeah, Stephen Mill's back. Oh. I don't know how they did it because, again, I don't know. He I'm died. Gonna... Right. So I don't know. But, again, if they're doing multiverses. That's not a spoiler, by the way. He died. Oh, right, like right. He died. Like, yeah, that's how, he, that's how they finished his show. Yeah. <laughs> Now he's not coming back. Right, he D- came back. Yeah. He he's, he's he was back for more than just. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? With DC, I'm not surprised now that you think about it. You're going, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, sure, it makes they sense. They do the comic all the time. Yeah, they do it all the, the time. TV show. I have not. I, I mean, have you watched uh, Gotham Knights? Yeah. No, I have not watched Gotham. Now you make that a homework assignment for you. <laughs> no. All right. So what else did you do? Uh, I would think that was it. I think uh, I okay. covered everything. I'm trying to remember something else that I... Oh, I had a dream. I had this weird dream. Oh, my goodness. Ed's talking about dreams. Oh, boy. I know where it, I know where it stemmed from. Oh, uh, it was one of these a week. I'm going, why did I have that dream? Are uh, you analyzing? Uh, uh, oh, this. Right. I, well, I I kind of knew like right away. And it was the worst sandwich I had. It's fucking big. <laughs> now, we, we, we're, we're going through some changes at work with uh, cybersecurity. We're trying to be government compliant with, okay. with cybersecurity. There's a bunch of things you have to do. And there's some other things that the government wants people to do, which I disagree with. So I'm not getting involved in it. Oh, boy. It's, it's the fine the government. That's and where I draw a line. It, I mean, it goes down to individual, individual individuality. It doesn't mean that you, the company, says no. Right. Just that it gets down to each individual. Because you have to use your social security number, which I don't think the um, government should be allowed to use as an identifier. Like, I mean, like, don't you already have it? Yes. <laughs> I mean... But, but it, it, just, it just opens up hackers to for identity fraud. Sure. Type of thing. You, so, you have my identity. Maybe you do a better job. I would say, maybe, maybe my credit <laughs> premium hey, will go off. Give, give me my game. You better credit score this time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So... So, so the one one of the individuals is doing it at work, and I was like, "All right, that's your choice; it's not mine. I'm not, you know, I'm not involved, so I don't care." So I was thinking it's been mowing in my head for days, talking, right, thinking right, about right. this kind of thing. So one night, I'm having a, a dream that this company comes in and they're selling us devices. Now they're cell phones, but they call them devices, they're not right, cell phones. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> Even Ed in his dreams got copyright protection. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they they, they were they were saying he's such a big fan of Disney. He doesn't want to go off book. He can't use you can't use real cell phones. This is called the phone. <laughs> it's a device because they they're, they're trying to sell it more than just sell, making Little phone calls instead of an apple. It, it does security system things right. and it does. Uh, 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 you know, think, but oh, it, so. it's all voice activated, oh. so you don't have to like look for apps or whatever on your phone. Oh, it does everything, okay. and it's super secure. Woo, that seems like a lot of problems. So, right, so, but we we're we're sold on this, and the bill was so cheap that it was actually cheaper than the cell phones we were using. So the owner of the company, and everybody can have this cell phones. This is a dream, right? Yeah, this is a dream. Okay, and everybody in the company can have one now. Right. There's only a few select few gotcha. cell phones for the company. So he's like, he's like, it's so cheap that oh, everybody. Oh, it's so cheap. You get a phone, and you, you get, get a phone, phone right? and you get a phone. You're like, oh, this is awesome. Go, phone, do this. Right. So we're using them on a, on a, on a normal pace. Device, use this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, on the, I'm actually on the phone using it, the device, uh-huh. calling somebody. I'm talking to somebody, and I hear a noise. And I, I end the conversation because it, it was over, which is inconsequential to the dream. Right. It wasn't there. It was the noise that was the important thing. Right. So – so I, I like I hang up the phone and it, you know so now it's just sitting the there. Device head. And I'm I like, up the device. right? The, <laughs> I hang up the, the the device and I'm sitting there and I go hello and it goes hello. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Elmer so, Fudd's in the phone. So, hello, so, you've made a wrong number. So I'll so I turn that. it off. <laughs> so I turn it off now. That's powered down, right? Please tell me it grows legs. <laughs> no. Uh. So it goes. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm looking for that wascally wabbit. So now I'm panicking. Uh, I take it to the back of the shop and I take a sledgehammer and I start. Oh no! You're murdering your device. So, so the I'm still here. So, Tom, so Thomas comes up and he goes, "What? What, what are you doing?" And I like, go, "What are you doing, Ed?" And I go, "Our devices are hacked. They're they're they're, they're uh, <laughs> there's things in the phone. There there's a there's somebody listening in, right? Uh-huh. And he goes." That was just your phone. There's no way. And I'm like, shut yours off and say hello, right? So he shuts it off and he goes, hello? And he goes, hello. <laughs> hello. So he goes, holy shit, our devices are hacked, right? So we all stop and look at him. <laughs> right. And he goes, what? And I go, you cursed. And he goes, that's what you're focusing on? <laughs> not the, ch- not the, not the, not the Chinese man. Hacking our phones, right? So I said, so I'm like, wait a minute, did anybody hook these to their computers yet? Because it's, it hasn't gotten to our network. It's like, oh no! <laughs> and they said, this is because somebody you're in the China balloon weather balloons. So, <laughs> so, so, so they said somebody in, in the office was. So we were all running to him to stop, <laughs> no! and, and that's when I woke up. <laughs> To the phone ringing. <laughs> and then you answer it and you're like, hello. I'm going to secretly change your ringtone to. Ha, ha, ha. Hello. 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 Every time you get a, I'm going to send you a message. You go, hello. <laughs> oh my God. Flowers. <laughs> so, so, hello, Ed. So that was my week. Wow. All right. So, how about you, sir? It was a rough week for me, Ed. That was it? Yeah, it's still, it's still a little rocky, to be honest. Um, Balboa. <laughs> all right. So I watched Willow. 
I I did not do yes. it, I did not do it for last week's show, and I promised I would do it. It was kind of like the first thing I did when I got home. I started watching it. Um, I think I started watching it Monday night. Okay, and then I had to stop it, and then I watched finished it Tuesday, and uh, yeah, it still sucks. All right, <laughs> I mean, I, okay, sucks sucks is a hard word because um, I didn't like it. Okay. I, it, to me, it was generic movie, just mm. generic medieval. Ooh, I think part of the problem is, um, guy who plays Willow. Um, I, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need names. Oh, it is Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, not a good actor. Okay. Okay. So I find like, and then when you have like the first. Like five ten minutes, it's it's him and his people that trying to be like hobbits, but they're not really hobbits, you know. Um, so it's a town of little folk who are all bad actors. So I'm the, it's like it's like watching the first fifteen minutes of the holiday special. To be honest, <laughs> just uh, bad acting, and I'm like, all right, let me just get through this. Um, and then I'm I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, and it was in '87, I think it was the movie was made. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, this is, this was made because George Lucas wrote the story, and Ron Howard was eager to become a director because it's one of his first, one of his early directing movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the first; I think the first one was Night Shift. Night Shift, but whatever. Um, and I'm watching, him going, this is because they're young. Wait, wait, wait. Night Shift. Yeah, Ron Howard. Ha- Ron, Ron Howard directed Henry Night Winkler, Shift. Henry uh, Winkler and Michael Keaton. Keaton. Oh my god. Okay. Right. I was like, when I when I was watching it the other week, I was like. Oh my god, it's Henry Ron Howard. The Ron Howard. That's how Henry Winkler's in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, oh, or maybe that's how Ron Howard got the job because Henry Winkler, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, isn't really a movie star. Here he is in a movie with a, a nobody named Michael Keaton because yeah. he it's like his second, maybe third movie, yeah. you know, himself. He's, and it was directed by Opie, Ron Opie Howard. And I'm like, all right, this just doesn't seem at all in, with his, with his partner uh well his his producing partner grazer i think it is mm-hmm. brian grazer so it's like oh this is the birth of a company like uh, just probably one of those like we gotta get some stuff out there let's just do stuff and right. i'll direct it i'll get some people that i know in it we'll just just pump out the product and i think that you know ron howard directing willow i think it was more like a gig for hire kind of thing mm-hmm. and i think the only reason why the studio made it was because george lucas is like I have an idea for this movie, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's the guy who brought us Star Wars, and we—he's got nothing else after Episode Three. Quick, buy it!" Like, you know, because he would never—it was—it was in '87, so it was at, it was what four years after uh, Return of the, the Jedi, Jedi, right? So he had nothing except Howard the Duck. At I, that money came after Willow. Uh, you're gonna now he's looking, but my the point is, I'm, I'm like watching, and I'm going, "Yeah, I just don't." I'm not really falling for any of these characters, and and not for nothing. I, 1988 Willow came out. Okay, so still 88. That's still five years after Return of the Jedi, right? And then when was Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck uh-huh. was 1986. Okay, all right. So so they were like, well, he, well, well, Ron Howard didn't write Howard the Duck. He just directed it. Well, not Ron Howard. Uh, George Lucas directed, I think, Howard the Duck. Uh, I, I know he didn't write it. Let's <laughs> hope he didn't write it. Now, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 overview. 
Let's do chaos. Let's do this one to be better. Uh, I need my old man glasses uh, here. Well, as you go on, I don't know, one of the things that bothered me was Val Kilmer. Uh, Willard Huck uh, di- uh, uh, direct, uh, directed that movie. Uh, oh, okay. It was just Lucas. Gloria Katz was the producer. Okay, so it sounds like it was just a Lucas Arts film. Yeah. All right. So well, it's funny that Lucas's name gets attached to that. Yeah. Huh, interesting. But Willow was Lucas wrote it. Yeah. Howard directed it. And I'm watching, I'm going, yeah, I'm just not just not feeling any of it. I'm like, eh. Um I, I don't know why. I, I also found out too when I'm watching it, Val Kilmer's character, I, we talked about it last week, never showed up in any other medieval kind of film whatsoever after this movie. Mm-hmm. It's his name, Mad Mardigan, right? Yeah. That's one word. I don't know if you knew that. That is his full name, Mad Mardigan. Yeah. I always thought it was like, you know, like Mad. His name was Mardigan and he was fucking crazy. So they called him Mad yeah, Mardigan. Mardigan right. Like Mad was like a, like, a, like a tagline. Yeah. I, in my head, the only reason why I knew it was one word is because I was watching with the subtitles on because Tasty likes to keep the subtitles on. So I'm like, well, fucking, I don't feel like turning them off. And I'm like, wait, Mad Mardigan's one name. That's his name? This whole time, I thought his name was Mad Mardigan. So every time he's calling him, Mad Mardigan, Mad Mardigan, I'm going, that's like saying, Doc, Doc Brown, Doc Brown. Like, <laughs> like I honestly thought that Mad was like, oh, because he was, he was kind of crazy. Uh-huh. And I just thought it was like, you know, something people called him. And he was crazy on purpose. Like, to keep the, like, the aloofness, like, so no one really yeah. knows what he's doing. But no, I'm like, oh, so his real full name is Mad Mardigan. I was like, oh. I was like, that's stupid. No wonder. I, maybe it's another reason why I didn't like the, like the movie. I was like, I, like, maybe his name should have just been Mardigan. It was. No, it was Mad Mardigan. It was his full name. It wasn't like, you know, no one just said, hey, Mardigan, come over here. It was always Mad Mardigan. We need your help. Mad Mardigan. I'm like, dude, what's with just. It's like everybody says Harry Potter. It's right, like, it's just, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. If you said every time every Harry Potter you'd drink, you would be have cirrhosis of the river. I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a fan. I was like, oh, I got <laughs> after I got done, I, I was like, I disagree. That was a great and, movie. And then I was like, you know what? I part of me was tempted to be like, okay, now I finished the movie. Let's watch the TV show. You know, because I watched like because I'm watching on Disney Plus. Excuse me, like right after that, it's like, well, you know, if you like this, watch this. And I so I watched the trailer for the Willow TV show. I'm going, well, that looks pretty and that looks interesting. But I'm also like, I had not heard really any good things about it. <laughs> like, it's like, well, if I don't like the movie, am I really going to give a shit about a TV show? If what's his face is Willow's acting is a problem for me. I mean, I don't. He had his own TV show for a little while, but it was a comedy. Um, it was like Life's Too Short. Yeah. That to me was funny because he was playing himself, so his acting ability had no real weight on the story. He was being himself, right? So if he's if he's a bad actor, if he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that! I can't believe that's happening!" It's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." But when it's like, "Mad Mardigan, please save the baby, save the baby!" I'm like, uh, "All right, your screechy voice is really grating on my nerves, and those hands just seem a little, a little too big." You know, I just probably well, I mean, he was a, I think he was a teenager. Fact. Probably, yeah. I mean, he, was a, he was a young child when he, he was, was a child when, actor. And that's the reason why I'm trying very, very hard not to be like superly mean. I was like, he, 
he was more known as a uh, as a, char- a character actor behind his suit. Right. It was like his first like upfront. It was like George Lucas seemed to like him, and he had an idea, and he's like, you know what? I think I'm writing a movie for you, and put you in a movie because I believe you're a star, kid. You know, we'll take you out of that wicked uniform and make you something. You know, and like, okay, we'll take the fur, and we'll take the you know big doughy eyes, and the <laughs> wicked. The we'll see the man behind the wicket. You know, and and it's Willow, and you're like, oh, all right, and for like, I'm like, and then then there's another guy in it. The he was, I'm like, why well, don't know that face? Why well, don't know that face? I'm like, oh, he's the bad guy in Never Say Never Again, the only other movie I ever seen him in. Everick <laughs> uh, or Eric, the guy who's the Viking looking dude, the blonde hair. Oh. Ah, see? I'm like, why does that face look familiar? That face looks so familiar. That dumb look on his face looks so familiar. I'm like, oh, he's the spy that the guy Barbara Carrera talks into like getting a face reconstruction and gets his eye changed so he can do the little scanning yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm like, he's the, he's the guy I've never seen ever again. And after that, nothing. <laughs> At least not to me. I mean, <laughs> he could have gone on to be like an award-winning TV show actor for all I know, but two roles. Two roles. That's all I know, man. And I'm like, what happened to everybody? I'm like, Kevin Pollock's in this movie? What? And he's a little guy. I'm like, too much. I, I feel like too much of those two guys. Like, I, I'm i like, I know they're comic relief. Yeah. And I know they're supposed to be. I, were they, did they know what they were acting to? Because I feel like someone just said there, now react to this. Now say this. Like, they just had their parts and their lines and they were just. They weren't winging it because back then it's not like they were like standing there on a green screen going, ha ha! Right. <laughs> like you kind of had to, back then it was like, we'll film them and we'll superimpose them on what's going on. Right. You know, like, oh, look, they have to push this rock, but we'll make it an oversized rock and they can push it. Like, so it's really there. But outside of that, I'm like, I know he's in the TV show. Like, he, he goes back to, I guess, to meet the little people, and he's right. there. And he's like, that'd be great, just like old times. You know, you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, like, all right, Kevin. Um, yeah, I just, I, I got done, and I was like, well, maybe I should watch the TV show. And I'm like, I didn't hear good things about the TV show either. Like, well, I mean, like I said, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of agree with you with the, the special effects, and some of it was kind of... But I mean, you can figure though it was 1988, so it wasn't. It wasn't. I like look. I wasn't expecting like fucking Raiders. I mean, right. could you could have gotten Raiders of the Lost Ark special effects. You could have gotten Star Wars special effects. But ultimately, it comes down to two like an old woman and a middle aged woman rolling around on the ground. The two witches. Yeah. You know, they're basically like, ah, and they're fighting, and it's raining, and I'm going. That's it. That's the big fight. Like, ah, and they shake their hands and lightning bolt. Ah, shake their hands, bolt for fire. Ah, and I'm like, some nanas are fighting over a stick at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, with uh, with Willow running around going, ah, my acting. <laughs> <laughs> and Val Kilmer going, I am way too good for this movie. <laughs> I think I'm going to become Batman after this. <laughs> Well, I, I, I still, I still stand by my. Look, I can see why it's beloved. And a part of me is like, okay, well, why? What was it like? Because it was what was it, eighty-eight. So I'm like, well, that's eighteen-year-old Sean. I was going to the movies all the time. I don't even remember seeing this in the theaters. I think I rented this movie, and I was like, 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was that, not wooed by the magic of Willow. Right. I think I think back then I was. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think that's when we started getting like a VCR and then like a rental. Uh, right. Like the rental stores kept popping up. That's right. like kind of like the birth of it. it. Was like late '80s, mid to late '80s when they that started becoming popular. And I, re- I remember, like, I think we rented it one time, right. and I enjoyed it. I mean, I just it's, it's one of those movies that stuck out well, in your maybe, mind. Maybe when you saw it, you were in a different spot. Like, you, like the people that you were around were like, woo! And you had, like, I, I obviously I believe that movies and entertainment and music, when you, f- it interacts, like, it reacts emotionally to a person. Mm. Um, so maybe at that moment in time, and when you were, how old were you in 1988? Uh, I was 16. All right, so maybe young 16-year-old Ed was off gallivanting with his friends and, and you know, having a good time. And you're running like, everybody, come on over. Let's watch Willow. Yeah! And you're having a good time, party, popcorn, booze, whatever. And Sean's just watching it by himself going, I ain't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. I mean, look, I'm not taking it away from you. I, I, I just... Homework assignment. I'm like, hey, you know what? I gave it another shot as an adult, and I'm still not there. Nothing. All right. Uh, I did buy some stuff though. Okay. We talked about. I bought the uh, Doom comes to Helltown. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> Doom comes to Gotham. Um, there is a big sale going on this week. Well, an April Fool sale going on in Voodoo. <laughs> yes. Um, this is not a funny movie, but I bought it because it was five bucks. Uh, Dead again. Remember that movie? It's Kenneth Branagh and his then wife, um, Emma Thompson. And it is a murder mystery that um, these two are like star-crossed lovers. Mm. And they have no idea why. It's one of the, it's one of the movies where you knew Robin Williams is in it. But it's serious with Robin Williams because back then when Robin Williams was serious, he had a beard. He was, uh, a, he was a psychiat- psychiatrist, I think it was, or a psychologist. But he was kicked out for diddling his patients. And it's it's a small thing, but he was now working at a butcher shop. And there's a moment where Kenneth Branagh ta- is talking to him because they're like friends. And this is where the um, Robin Williams says this line. It's the karma payment plan. Do it in a past life. Pay for it forever. Right. And I was like, and what it is, it's just a story that in the past... Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson were lovers, and one was there was like a murder suicide, or there was a murder for some reason, and they were reincarnated back. In, it was like a reincarnation. It's a it's a murder mystery, but there is this nice twist in the movie that blew my head back. Okay, you know, I will tell you, it's, I highly recommend it. It's an older movie, but it's it's Kenneth Branagh directs it. Um, it's one of his early directing movies, and um, he, like I said, at the time, it was him and his wife. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's another guy in it. I think the guy who was in it, I think, was a, a, um, a, a Who, was in Doctor Who. Um, you know what, Ed? I'm going to give you the name. Yeah, because I am stumped on this one. I don't know if I ever heard of it. I mean, it sounds familiar, but I just I don't remember it at all. I, you know what? It is very much uh, like a, I'm going to say, a um, hidden gem. Mm-hmm. It's 1991. A man who has lost a woman who has lost her memory is taken in by a Los Angeles orphanage, and a private eye is enlisted to track her down on her identity. But he soon finds that he might have a past life connection to her that endangers their lives. All right. Um, the other actor is Kenneth Branagh. Andy Garcia is in it. 
Lois Hall, it's Richard Edson, Joe Anderson, uh, where is he? Come on, Robin Williams, Wayne Knight's in it, Patrick Doyle is in it, uh, it's uh, Derek Jacoby, that guy, sorry, he, I think he was in, a, he's been in a bunch of movies, but he's also in a lot of Kenneth Branagh movies. Oh, hi. All right, uh, I, you know, I, I could be wrong with the Doctor Who connection, just saying. Okay. You know, uh, he was in Gladiator. Gosh for Park, good, he's in Good Omens, he's in Sandman. I'm just looking through and see maybe there's like a jump out. Like, oh no, he was in this movie. You go, oh, I remember him now. What was his name again? Um, oh, you're making me look. Uh, his, name is, his name is Derek Jacoby. In the movie, his name is Franklin Madsen. Anyway, so like I said, that if you have not seen Dead Again, it's a movie from 1991. It is phenomenal. Um, basically, it's like Mike Church or Kenneth Branagh is a Los Angeles private detective who specializes in finding missing people. He takes on the case of a mute woman named Grace who is suffering from a total amnesia and doesn't even know her name. She keeps having nightmares involving the murder of a pianist named Margaret Strauss by her husband, Roman, in 1949. In an attempt to solve the mystery about her identity and her nightmares, Mike accepts the help with an, of an antiquary Franklin Madsen who arrives to offer his services as a hypnotist. The hip, hypnosis sessions soon begin to reveal some surprises. I know, I know, I don't, I don't know him. I know him recently, Derek Jacoby. Uh huh. Derek Jacoby was the, uh, he was the head vampire in Underworld Evolution. He was the one that she has to go visit because there's her two his two sons, one's a werewolf and one's a bat. Okay. And then he was also in Gladiator. Okay, yes, yes. He was the senator that was helping Maximus trying to regain oh, the throne okay. from gotcha. the Caesars. All right. So he's he's he, like I've seen him in <clears throat> stuff. He's a what do you call a character actor? All right. Uh yeah. It's it's it was a really good movie. Uh well, what I also like too about it was that Whenever they went into the hypnosis part, it was filmed in black and white. So, like, it kind of gave you, like, this color and black and white mm. kind of comment. And the ending, to me, I was, like, blown away. I was like, oh, my God, that's a phenomenal twist. I never even thought about that. And it was, it was really good. It was one of those moments where even as early, 1991, I was like, wow, that's really good. Anyway, so I highly recommend that one. Okay. Um, then I also picked up uh, – <laughs> I, I had to <clears> – <throat> Um, I pay, I come well. I converted uh, Van Wilder, Van Wilder, because ah. uh, April Fools had like comedy movies half off. Yeah, and Van Wilder was like four bucks, and I was like, "What's the standard edition?" And I was like, "Well, I wonder they have the unrated version." The unrated version was not on sale. I was like ten dollars. I'm like, "Well, I'm not paying ten bucks for it, but I think I have the unrated one downstairs." And I don't think I ever really tried to convert it. And I was like, "Oh, for two dollars, I can get the." You know, I can get the, what do you call it, the HDX, the high-definition version of the standard one. Yeah. Or I could have paid, like, five bucks for the ultra-high-def one. I'm like, I don't need to see Van Wilder and ultra-high-def. Right. I'll stick with the two bucks, right? The last one, though, I was surprised that it was on sale at all. <clears throat> high anxiety <laughs> whenever you're near. High anxiety. <laughs> Ty Anxiety for those people who are going I don't know what movie he's talking about Ty Anxiety Mel Brooks film it's Mel Brooks' homage to Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> <laughs> I 
I it had Harvey Corman in it. I uh-huh. remember. I always remember there was a scene where Harvey Corman puts in, I think, vampire. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. And he goes, it's like boogie boogie. <laughs> right. He's trying. He's, it's um, Mel Brooks has high anxiety, right, and that's because then he's like, afraid of everything, and. There's, he's trying to like he's being he's being like not hypnotized but he's being taught to try to calm down and Harvey Corman's trying uh, Harvey Corman is trying to kill him yeah because for an inheritance or the woman that he's of course it's always like some dumb money scheme where if Mel Brooks's character dies he leaves a bunch of money to a woman who Harvey Corman's having an affair with it's this whole thing right. so he's always trying to scare him I remember the fangs going and he's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Or, or for me, it's the it's the birds homage where where Mel Brooks is in a phone booth and there's all these birds that are hanging around, right? Yes. And then he starts all these pigeons and he leaves and all of a sudden a pigeon poops on his shoulder and he's like, and the music is so tense and he just starts getting pooped on as he's running. He's like, ah! and. I don't remember. I don't think the movies. I, I, as far as Mel Brooks movies go, it's not like Young Frankenstein. That's not Blazing Saddles, but I was like, for five bucks, I always chuckle at that movie for the stupid because it's stupid. You have to be a fan of uh, how Hitchcock movies, and if you've never seen a Hitchcock movie, it's not funny, right? You know, so like because I saw it when I before seen Hitchcock, right? And it wasn't funny, right? But then you watch some Hitchcock movies, and then you're on. And then you go back to you're going, oh fuck, that's funny. Like at the po- at that time, I remember seeing Birds. I remember seeing Psycho. I remember seeing. I'm, I don't think I saw Vertigo. I don't think I saw North by Northwest yet. Right. And it wasn't until like later on in life where I'm like, oh okay. And then I'm start going, I now I think I like this movie more because now it's in the back of my head going, I think I get that joke now. <laughs> I think I get that joke now. <laughs> but the and. For whatever reason, Mel Brooks needs a musical number. In that musical number, he's singing High Anxiety about what he has. He's like, high anxiety whenever you're near. High anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I crack up every time and the bird poop just always like... Because it's such a basic joke. And apparently there's a story that Mel Brooks actually... Um, Alfred Hitchcock actually is was friends with Mel Brooks at the time, and he showed him the movie. Like they were, in, and I don't know the punchline to it because Alfred Hitchcock didn't laugh once the entire time. So Mel Brooks got really, really like nervous, and then apparently, like Alfred Hitchcock sent him like a package to kind of like let him know like he had a, a sense of humor after all. And I don't remember what that part was because I never really like always forget that part of the. I always forget the end. Right. I just remember how he just like, sit there and he's like. You know, the bird's part's coming up, and he's getting he's pooped on, and I'm looking over, and he's not doing anything, not laughing, not mad, he's just watching. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because Alfred Hitchcock was known to have a, a weird, bizarre sense of humor. Yeah. You know, and so he thought it'd be, this would be great, and, you know, nothing. <laughs> Because you, you can make Hitchcock laugh, but it's very hard. I right. It's like you have to, it would bad when he was alive, you had to really. Well, yeah, I mean, it's even harder now. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost impossible. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I mean, if you get the right connections. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I kind of did, but then there was a. 
oh boy, a moment this week, Ed. Um, well, on third Wednesday night, Stacy's like, "Hey, let's go have." I'm going to name it. I'm fuck. I'm throwing these people under the bus. Wingstop, okay. right? Uh, so Wingstop around my neighborhood. There's a bunch. It's, it's a chain. So the one's close to the house. I go pick it up. We're having dinner. No problem, right? Stacy says to her wings. She goes like, "I'm not really filling these wings." It's it was like a family deal where it was like uh, four, eight, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen wings. Mm. Um, and you get to pick your own flavors. My flavors, you know, and she, she every once in a while, she'll go with buffalo. So, you know, I'm yeah. not really a big buffalo wing person. Right. Um, but she has. She bought them. And she started eating. And she's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling these right now. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll finish them, right? Think nothing of it. And about 3, 4 o'clock later that night in the morning, I wake up going, oh, I don't feel so good. I really don't feel good. And I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. And the best way I can tell you, since we're talking about South Park, remember that episode in South Park where everyone got sick and they were puking and pooping at the same time? <laughs> I was very close to that moment because I puked. I was trying to, I was, I, mean, I threw up. And then a little later on, I was pooping. And then I was like, I'm pooping. I'm going, I think I got to throw up. It was just, it was a mess. Now, luckily, I was off that Thursday. Like, so I. You know, I kind of slept the entire day. Like, I slept through most of it. But that's when you text me about, like, hey, there's this. And I got my... I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like, I was just... I wasn't... And I had it... You're like, like, is there anything okay? Because I was like, I just... I'm not feeling well. I forget exactly how I put it. But I was like, yeah, I was... I was in and out of sleep almost... I would say almost consciousness the entire day. Because Stacy asked if if I was going to... That the plan was me taking her to work because I had to go do some errands that day, and she was like, "Are you going to be able to take me to work?" And I was like, "I couldn't even talk." I I have sleep apnea, so I have a CPAP machine, and that CPAP machine tracks how many hours I'm asleep for. I slept so long it fucking broke that, like it couldn't tell me an accurate time frame of how long I was sleeping because it it didn't expect it to go in double digits. Well, <laughs> well no, what ends up happening is is that after a certain amount of time of day, uh-huh. it resets. Ah. So, so like, if you... Because you, you should be able to go on a website and, like, look at it because you can track your... Yeah, I got my error. Like right, that, yeah. Right? So, I have, I have my error. You know, it's exactly it. And it shows you each day. And, like, because like, I've done it. I've I've slept, like, a full right. day and uh-huh. then, like, woke up in the afternoon and it's just like... Two hours, right? Like, well, I was like, like four hours and ten minutes. I'm like, that doesn't seem Sam, right. That seems way. So off. what it does is just it just it's it leaves off for the next day. So oh. like the next like Thursday it was Thursday. So Friday you would have had right those oh. reset hours and then whatever's on whatever you did. Oh, okay, yeah. So you can you can go that oh, way. Like history. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I need to uh, see April March. Yeah, here you go. March thirtieth, right? 11 hours and 39 minutes, yeah. Ed. I slept for almost half a day. <laughs> that's how sick I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, and that's not including if it rolled over because the next day it was six hours and 19 minutes. I'm like, eh, it's more more my speed. I'm usually like around the uh, five hours and almost six hour mark most right. of the time. But I was like, oh, that just seems way off. <laughs> like, huh. I'm like, oh. So... That was Thursday. You know, Friday I had to go to work. Uh, if it was not to me, I would have called out. I'm still a little shaky because my my mind and my body's like, oh, yeah, have that burger. Oh, yeah, go ahead, have that food. But then my butt's going, dude, what are you, fucking crazy? 
You know, it's it, it becomes like a like a, a recall. I don't want to say a blender. I want to say like an atom smasher when it gets from my stomach to my butt because it goes from solid to liquid relatively quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't what the fuck. Like, and, I'm, and at the time, I'm like, okay, well, maybe food poisoning. That's the first thing you think of, yeah. right? Um, and I'm like, well, I'm like. And I know with Wingstop, they take the wings and they stay. They don't just cook them all together. They're separate because of the sauces and stuff. Yeah. So maybe Stacy's because it was. I remember tasting the buffalo as I'm puking, and I'm like, maybe it was one of her nuggets were bad, right. like you know. And then I'm like, well, maybe that's it. But then follow up on Saturday. Now this is where I start. Now this is where conspiracy Sean kicks in mm. because Saturday my dad got sick. You know, he was throwing up too. And it's a little different. Like I told Stacy, I'm almost 53. There's no reason why a 53 year old man should be hugging a fucking toilet at his age. Like, you know, I just, I, I, I just, there's no reason for that. 23 year old Sean, sure. You know what? Drinking, boozing, and up. I'm full. Hold on, give me a second. Okay, give me a beer. Like, right. you know, that's 53 year old Sean. It hurts going down because he's like, oh, my knees. And then the next three days, my my ribs are hurting me because I'm puking. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I bruised a rib. And my back hurts because I'm like, yeah, you know? And I'm like, there's no reason for me to be doing this. Like, this is just stupid. And so my dad gets apparently got sick too. And he was throwing up. Now, at the time, Stacy and I were like, well, maybe it's because. My dad hasn't had the best eating habits either, oh, yeah. but he also is kind of the kind of person that will buy like a shit ton of food and then like freeze it and then not freeze it and let it sit on the countertop. Like he bought a hoagie and the hoagie was sitting in the fridge for like four days and that's that's when he decided to eat it. And he was like, well, the meat was fine. I'm like, yeah, but the Stacey's like, yeah, but the lettuce, the tomato, the onions, oh, yeah. it's all going to go bad. Like you might have like eaten something bad. Now, he seems to be fine. However, today Stacy's stomach was killing her. Like, so I think there was, and I'm like, part of me is going, how bad was that water? Maybe there was something in the water. Maybe, maybe I got sick from the city. I don't think so, because Stacey doesn't drink the water. Um, but I thought it was, like, really odd. Like, like she was, she got nauseous. She got <laughs> The more you tell me, I'm like, now I'm like, get out of my house. <laughs> don't give it to me. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm a carrier. Um, <laughs> it was just weird, because, like, Stacey, Stacey went to, um, she wanted to go to emergency care. Um, urgent care because yeah. she was feeling more. She gets migraines, so migraine was kicking in. So she was also feeling like not not only just nauseous, but she was also getting dizzy too from her, her headache. So we went to urgent care, and the doctor kind of was like, "Well, you have some symptoms of something's going around." Like they didn't tell her like you definitely have. They gave her some medicine for queasiness, but they thought her it's kind of like got like ride it out, ride it out, let right. it pass through. So I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, so I'm like, oh, so I blazed the path so the rest of you guys could walk through it, apparently. Because I'm the one going, I'm doubling over pain for they can sleep for 12 hours. Your guys are going, I don't feel so good. (laughs) Bastards. Well, you, 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 like I said, you're so big that you hurt yourself. Growing right. up, like, like it's it's the knees, it's it's the ribs, it's the back, right? Because because all the muscles are now tensing up, right? It's, and, and your body's going. There's too much fat around. Uh, well, it's also too like my knees just by like it's like okay now I have to get down on the ground so my knees are I know I'm like okay well I got into the right position because my knees are gonna hurt so now I can't like and then I'm like all right let me get down here in the ground. Uh, 
right. Oh, fuck. My knees are killing me. And that's, and I'm queasy. And I'm like, okay. Now I have to start thinking. I'm like, okay, I just want whatever's in me out. Right. I, I'm willing to, to accept the pain of throwing up. Like, Stacy, she refuses to puke no matter what. Like, she's the, she'd rather be queasy. And I'm like, get it out of me. Clearly, once the, like, you don't got to go out that way. You go out the way you came in, you fucker. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, just, Get it over with, get it done, and I'll I'll live with the cu- sneeze. Oh my ribs, <laughs> like you know, or I chew. Oh shit, my back because I'm sitting there going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounding like Jerry Lewis at a toilet going, I should not be doing this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ham sandwich. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I'm just I, I'm like, oh, now I haven't had the queasy feeling, but definitely the bottom end is still. Chugging along, going. I don't think we're ready yet, dude. Like liquid in, liquid out, but this is like solid in, liquid out. I'm like, ah, great. Like you know, like you know when you gotta go, your stomach goes. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, you know, so I'm like sitting here just mind my own business, enjoying the car. <sighs> what time is it? <laughs> and time starts now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I got a fart. Let me just make sure. I don't want to just let it fly. I gotta, <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, you do the you do the lean and you're like, oh, <laughs> right. you, you, you kind of walk in. You go hold it for a second. You like lift your leg, your arm leg up a little bit. And you're like, oh, yeah. Right away, you clench your butt because right, it's like, you know, you're that's, like not oh, that's not a fart. That's another fart. And you kind of kind of tight ass walk to like duck walk almost to the bathroom you're like eh, 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 where am i like, like, can I god back? help you if you have to go upstairs right god help. right you're like oh shit what's up at the time like and you're just like lifting your whole right half up and then it's like then you can get the other foot up uh-huh. and then they do the now it's like right and now it's left uh-huh. and they do the whole lift the whole body up <laughs> and then at the end you go I think I'm gonna have to take a shower <laughs> <laughs> just to, just to make sure just throw that underwear <laughs> out. where's the fire pit shik <laughs> uh, make like fucking Jimi Hendrix on the patio with lit to- lit underwear <laughs> dancing around it yeah so that's that's kind of what i've been doing this week <laughs> thanks for sharing uh i did finish i watched the all of community that was another the tv show community i've never got to see like i never got to saw seasons five and six i was like oh, i should watch that and was, that was pretty much it Ed. okay so, i did pl- I also platinum the hogwarts legacy Okay. Finally finished it, done, taking it to work, going to trade it in so I can put it towards Jedi Survivor. All right. That's the next game on the list. Yeah. Not this week, but you know, soon. But right. what is coming out this week, Ed? Speaking of coming things coming out this week, let's go with the releases of the week. Hi. Um, a few things actually came or coming out this week. Uh, Mickey and Friends, Test Classic Shorts, Volume 2. Hey, it's me, Mickey. He's my friends. Volume 2. Uh, Confess Flesh is coming out. Oh, finally. No 4K, though. I, that's weird, because I do have it on 4K, because I bought it digitally for like 10 bucks. Well, it's uh, not physically coming out for 4K. Oh, interesting. Interesting, yes. It was pretty good. Uh, I mean, as far as Fletch movies go, I mean, he's no Chevy Chase, but uh, John Hamm does a pretty good job. It's What's funny is some people might not take him as a comedic actor, but he kind of sells the sarcastic, like, what? Uh, 
kind of that kind of yeah. punchline pretty well. He okay. sells it. What else you got? Uh, Living with Chucky is coming out this week. That, like um, Chucky the ch- doll, yeah. Oh, so is it like a documentary about the movie? Good question. I mean, living with Chucky just sounds like you know some. I'm living with Chucky. Yeah, we're just two a boy and his doll, and he's just my pal. And he goes, "I ah, see you later, pal. I'm gonna go off to work and then murder a bunch of people." And he comes back home and goes, "Who ate the last piece of pizza?" <laughs> A filmmaker who grew up alongside Chucky the Killer doll seeks out other families. Whoops. Seeks out other families surrounding the child's play films as they recount their experiences working on the ongoing. Yes, okay, so it's a documentary. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, you're right. All right, well, all right. right, What else you got? Here comes out the 4Ks. You ready? Uh huh. Cool Hand Luke is getting a 4K release. Okay, that's it. I'll allow it. The Maltese Falcon is getting a 4K release. Okay, again, again, that is... I believe that movies over a certain era, as long as they are iconic movies, they do need to be projected. I think Maltese Falcon is one that should survive generations. Okay. Uh, Midnight Run is getting a 4K release. Again, that's a movie I don't think I liked. Okay. That's with uh, Charles Grodin Charles and, Grodin and, and um, Robert De Niro. I think it's the Charles Grodin part. I don't think I was a big Charles Grodin fan. <laughs> I don't think anybody was a real Charles I, Grodin fan. He's one of those people that's like, how did he get famous? <laughs> like, I, just, I mean, I know he was in The In-Laws. And I think The In-Laws was funny because I think Peter Fuck was funny. Right. Like, I don't know. You know, I mean, if you needed an overreactionary guy, I, he was, the, what's his face? Um, the other guy. Not... Um, fuck, we were just talking about him. Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Woof! Just forgot his name that fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like there wow, was somebody else. <laughs> wow, yeah. Charles Grodin was like good at the. We need somebody to be. If you couldn't get Albert Brooks, you got Charles <laughs> Grodin. <laughs> he was runner up to Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks is busy. Get Grodin. Right. What's Grodin? Brooks is busy. Yeah, he's writing, directing his own movies. What's Grodin up to? Waiting for your call. <laughs> call him. <laughs> get him on the cheap. Get him on. Yeah, get him. Well, we don't have. We don't have Brooks money. We have Groban money. <laughs> right now, somebody who's a big fan of going. That son of a bitch. Now, how many movies he was in? He's like he could be like an Oscar winner for all I know, but. Whatever. I don't, just, I don't think he got that. He's far. the other guy in In Laws. <laughs> he's the guy that Robert De Niro captures in Midnight Run. <laughs> hey, what else? Uh, then we have the Star Trek Next Generation Motion Picture Collection is getting a 4K Ooh. release. So all four movies Ooh. in one box set, but Uh-oh. but you Uh-oh. can get them individually in 4K. So you can oh, okay. get Generations in 4K, First Contact in 4K, Ooh. Insurrection in 4K, and Nemesis in 4K. Ooh. Huh. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to sell it as a box set and um, we call it Voodoo for cheap. Yeah. Because I have I have all the other movies. I have the other Star Trek, the OG trail, OG six. You know, uh, I'm trying to remember if I have. I think I have all uh, ten. I you might. I remember you're the one who told me about the um, we call it one through six being on sale for like twenty five bucks. Yeah. And Stacey's like, "Well, why aren't you buying it?" And I was like, "You're letting me buy that? Buy?" Because <laughs> I was like, "Well, you don't tell me twice." <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember watching. I think I got as far as five. I don't think. Yeah, I got as far as five. 
And then I didn't watch six. I had like one more left. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> well, it was Undiscovered Country. So, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's the last one of the OG guys. Yeah. You're like, all right. But now, you know, Generations brings back Kirk. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hey. All right, we have a uh, Cowboy Bebop, the 25th anniversary. It's coming out on Blu-ray. It's already been out on Blu-ray. Right. It's just a, but it's it's an anniversary. It's an Is that coming out in 4K? No, oh. no, just on Blu-ray. All right, uh, it's just kind of mm. weird, but okay. Uh, so then we have South Park, the complete 25th season Jesus, is coming 25 out. 25 seasons, yeah. fuck yeah. <sighs> And that is it for uh, television and movies. Let's move on to video all games. Right, all right. Creed Rise to Glory j- j- Championship. Let me try it again. Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition, developed and published by Survivors. Survivors for That's the PS PSVR two for two days before. That's what I'm waiting for. All right. uh, Grim Grimoire once more, developed by Vanillaware. <laughs> And published by NIS America for the PS4, PS5, Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday the 4th. Then we have Hogwarts Legacy, developed by Avalanche and published by Warner Brothers Interactive for the PS4 and Xbox One. That is postponed till May. Well, it's... Game Informer told me that was Game com- Informer's wrong. Oh, uh, there you go. And I work for the company, so I would know. Right. <laughs> Let's uh, move on. Yeah, it's coming out, both of them are, it's coming out in May. Okay. You got pushed back a month. Uh, Meet Your Maker, developed and published by Behavior Interactive for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday the 4th. All right. Then we have Road 96, Mile Zero, developed by Digix Art and published by Raven's Court for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday. Then we have Battleroar Lost Haven, Developed by Stormid Games as Game Seven and published by Team Seventeen for the Switch, and that's coming out Thursday the sixth. Then we have Curse of the of the Sea Rats, developed by <laughs> P Tune Studios and published by P Cube for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Thursday the sixth. I swear to God, some of these titles, some of these company names are just to fuck with you. <laughs> then we have. Paparazzi, developed by... Is it Paparazzi, a P-U-P-P, or... P-U-P-P-E-R-A-Z-Z-I. Paparazzi. Pizza with puppies on it. Yes. So it's developed by Sunday Month and published by Kit Fox Games for the Switch. That's coming out Thursday. And finally, EA Sports PGA Tour, developed by EA Tribune and published by Electronics Arts. The PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC, and that's coming out Friday, yeah. April seventh. I wonder because I have, I have. I guess maybe it's not the same one I have because I bought one a few months ago, but in the fall that Tiger Woods on the front. It was two K. This says EA. No, it's it's EA PGA, the PGA Pro Tour, Tour right? But I'm curious. I, I'm I guess they're making their. I'm oh, fuck. I'm confused by it to be honest because. I thought PGA it's, got it's, bought. It's a, it's, it looks like a pick the picture of the box. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a house with a lake and a. It's a, it's like a whole eighteen of like one of the yeah Rose PCT the saw grass or something the, like yeah, that. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but there's another one that came out earlier late last year. It had Tiger Woods on the cover. It was Two K Sports PGA or something like that. And and I oh get, yeah, you know because I I bought that one. I yeah. was like that's the one where I, I bought the deluxe edition. Um. 
I'm like, and I'm confused. Like I remember playing the well, back in the day. It used to be EA Tiger Woods. You know, it used to be Tiger Woods EA Sports. Uh-huh. That's one I always liked. I might have to buy this one. But it's a good thing I'm trading my games in. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like golf games. I know. I haven't played. I haven't played my if he, my the one I have in a while. But I'll trade them all in and put it towards that one. Oh, look at me! <laughs> it's just so weird to hear you. Yeah, I, got I don't it. know why. I just because you're not, you're not, you're not intense or whatever. You're more laid back, and it's just like I'm gonna go play golf. I think yeah. I'm just gonna after a long day, stress, just a whole one. Yes, I haven't gotten a whole one in a long time. Just oh, what a chip and. Like I don't know, it's really weird. I, I'll. It's so fucking weird because I, I will sit there. I don't really play a lot of sports games. I don't even play golf. And the most you'll get me on a golf course if it's mini golf, and I haven't done that in decades, right? But something about it, I'd be like, you know, I, I'll play and I'll relax. But I really don't relax. I get really super intense with it because if I get a nice chip in, I like jump out of my chair and I'm like, yeah. Like, it's the most animated I am playing any video game I think I've ever played. Right. Like, I'll get mad, like, if I get shot at and I get killed in, the, in a fighting game. I'll be like, oh, man. I'm going to, like, you know, like, lightly throw my controller onto my bed because I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm an adult. I don't want to break controllers, right? But when it comes to, like, the PGY. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. No, no, I seriously. Truly, I, I, I truly do not believe no. that for a second. Lightly. <laughs> I've never, not, I've never, like, slammed it. But I'll, like, you know how, like, when you, like, take something and you, here, I'll see if I can, and, like, like, you know, like, you do that. Yeah, that wasn't lightly. That, yeah, but it was a lot lighter than throwing it against the wall. <laughs> and usually it's, like, on a, my bed. So it's, like, so even if I throw it like that. It's, you know, it's still landing on something soft, right? I'm sure the people in the background, you can hear it in the background. It was my phone hitting the table. Yeah, you know, like, oh, my God, Sean's throwing his phone. I'm like, hey, relax. It's got a case on it and a little pop socket. I wasn't really slow. You know, calm your, calm your tits, people. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's that's the most animated I get with like certain fighting games and stuff. <laughs> but when I'm playing a golf game, I gotta take the headphones off because I'm gonna stand up for this one. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll interact how I do this. I'll be like, I'll sit here and I'll be playing. I gotta usually have my legs are like back like this. I'm playing. If I get like I like lean in and I'm like oh, tap and I'm like oh yes. I'll stand. I'm like whoa yeah what what save that replay. For no reason at all, other than the fact that I can look back and go, I made that putt. Like, oh my god, that was like a forty foot putt. That's awesome. I, or like a like a, a like um, <laughs> it's so stupid because I can't wait to hear what that sounds like. <laughs> what on the? Oh, but you think because I'm seeing it. Right. I'm seeing it. But if you, I, I know you don't listen to the show. <laughs> listen to our show. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll, I'll listen in just to, to you know, check right. things and all. And, I, and I'll listen and I'll go, yeah, that did not translate the way I saw it at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, I'll, I'll, I get real competitive. And I'm playing against nobodies. I'm playing against, and I'm like, I have to, I, and it's not even, I have to win every fucking round. Mm. Like and I and I'll get I'll burn myself out because like oh well I gotta play four rounds I can realize I could taper it down like win one round and I can move on to the next like you know event oh, yeah. but a part of me is like I think I've allowed myself two 
like do two, like do it in halves. Like, and uh, but I'm still like super intense, and I want to win every round. It's like I can't win by one stroke. I am furious if I don't win by more than five. Like I don't. <laughs> it's so. That's what I say. It's so intense. It's like it's. Like, I it's can't. Tough. It's and it's the I, maybe because I'm playing against myself. I'm beating against myself. It's like reading the green is tough for me because it's all in a grid and it's like okay well here's the slope and so i have to kind of like they give you like that little imaginary line that you can use you can't use i always use that imaginary line but then you have to then like move your receptacle so to speak you know like you have to move like you have to turn your guy and you go okay like i can't hit it and make sure speed is right because i don't want to just if you hit too hard it's gonna pop out and like i always have problems with green i'll rip it and grip it all the time on the driving it i'd be like woo Ooh, 280, nice. Like, 300, awesome. Like, that's great. But then when it gets to, like, the chipping part, I'm like, okay, okay. Whew. Bring it back a little bit. Like this, and just kind of tap. And then it'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Like, it's so close, you son of a bitch. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to reach that in, like, one. Like, <laughs> sit there. I, it's so weird. Stacy's like, I don't understand. Out of all the games you play, this is the one that you're most, like, animated and intense with. I'm like... I don't get it. It's supposed to be golf. It's supposed to be relaxing. And I'm the one making it to like a contact sport. <laughs> it's like. I just say, it doesn't make sense to me at all with I, you. It's like, but it relaxed me, Ed. <laughs> it relaxes I'm me. I'm relaxed. I'm busy. I'm relaxed. Yeah, maybe I'll buy myself a game this week. Uh, that's right. I got to trade all this in. Uh, trade this, trade this. I need to relax. I got, you know, I got almost three weeks before uh, Jedi Survivor comes out. I think I'll do that instead. Buy golf. That's right. Stacey's going to look at me crazy, but mind your business, woman. <laughs> I say that on the inside. <laughs> you can edit this out, right? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen. She gets enough of my voice at home. <laughs> All right. So I did bring articles. Uh, you also, uh, what do you call it, threw some articles at me this week, too. Okay. Um, you know what? I don't think this one is important. Jason Momoa. I th- Quote, I absolutely think Aquaman will be involved in the new DC Universe's future. Do you care about that, Ed? No. All right, moving on. Uh, 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 uh. This one I know you wouldn't do. Nicolas Cage has mixed feelings about Keanu Reeves after John Wickstar hustled him in pool. <laughs> I say you that? No, no I know. It's, I, I, this is my gem. <laughs> this is my gem. <laughs> this is my story. Uh, Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves might be good friends, but they're all, but they may also be a grudge between the two over a pool game one night some time ago. In a Reddit Ask Me Anything forum in support of Renfield, Cage revealed that he and Reeves shot some billiards one night with the John Wick star supposedly claiming he wasn't the best player at the classic game. As one might expect from Reeves, he ended up sinking every shot he could. <laughs> so, this is the quote. Uh... Well, Keanu kicked my ass at billiards one night. He came up to my house on his motorcycle, and he was making these impossible shots, Cage said in the Reddit thread. He said, oh, I don't know if I can get this shot or that shot, and he made every single shot. So I have mixed mixed emotions about the skill that Keanu has because he's completely dominated me at pool. (laughs) Whoa, can't believe I made that shot. Whoa. I can't believe you made that shot. <laughs> More like a billiards protector. <laughs> Whoa, 
I know billiards. <laughs> what happened probably happened is someone killed Keanu's dog before he came and shot <laughs> and then he just took all his frustration on the pool table bing bang boom sunk the eight ball dude whoa <laughs> that said Cage went on to add that he loves some Keanu some of Keanu's earliest works he's like I like some of the earliest stuff like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure the actor added I thought he was great in River's Edge he was just great in that movie yeah <laughs> It was just great in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. More like a vampire protector. <laughs> I just think that's funny. Like, oh, look, famous people like each other. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of Keanu, Keanu, again, probably one of the nicest human beings, pool hustler, fine. Yeah. But besides that, apparently a very decent human being and when they make movies sometimes there's uh stars will get the crew gifts yeah you know sometimes it's you know just you know it's like a a jacket maybe a hat something nice right well keanu reeves actually gifted uh the john wick for stunt crew t-shirts wow that listed the number of times they died in the movie Keanu Reeves lovingly wanted all the, this is from Variety, wanted all the John Wick Chapter 4 stuntmen to remember just how many times they died during the making of the blockbuster action film. A new report from the New York Times about making of the sequel's unforgettable action sequences included a detail about Reeves gifting the film's stunt crew with t-shirts that have had the number of deaths each stunt person faced in the movie. For some of the stunt crew, that number was above 20. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, why so many death scenes for one stunt person? It's because John Wick Chapter 4 reused stunt workers in multiple scenes. Uh, for the instant classic staircase fight in which Reeves' John Wick fights bad guys as he races up the 222 steps leading to the Sacre Corps Ballistica, only to be pushed back down to the bottom and have it do all over again. Oh, spoiler! The production used 35 stunt workers, many who have repeated deaths in that scene. Uh, he's like fight coordinator Jeremy Marinus told the Times is it's like of course that's what you want you want a hundred guys falling down the stairs you want me to make every reaction to fall different so of course you do that's like what we're just another day of work for us uh, we all know how hard it is to just walk upstairs when we don't want to Marinus says just to think about how well Keanu, not General John Wick, Keanu was able to do shooting upwards while stepping. It's hard enough to be a Markman's on flat ground. Uh, per the New York Times, filming the staircase fight scene took seven nights of shooting. Each stuntman was probably killed four or five times each. And at the end of the shoot, Reeves made T-shirts for the stunt performers embezzled with, emblazoned with the number of times they were slain over the course of the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny. How'd you get that shirt? Uh, I was on John Wick and he killed me 17 times. <laughs> Day got Phil 40. I mean, he was busy. Busy. Uh, <laughs> that's wild. Uh, yeah, it's kind of nice. Like, if you ever see a guy walking around, like a stunt crew walking around with a John Wick 4, you go, how many times did he get killed? <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so you give me this one. Uh, they're actually doing a, a Scott Pilgrim anime series on Netflix. Oh, yeah. All right, and apparently yeah. the entire cast is returning, confirms Edgar Wright. I saw this followed up with like a photo of everybody in it. Um, this is from Empire Online, by the way. Empire Records. Save the Empire. 
Uh, we are Empire. We are Empire Line, and we're here to bring you the news about films, make sub, blah blah blah. And if you're a Scott Pilgrim fan in particular, there's a fresh development sure to give you major XP boost. <laughs> it was a while back. It was reported that an anime show based around the Edgar Wright film, adapted from Brian Lee O'Malley's graphic novels, was being explored. Returning to the Toronto-based world of evil exes, battling bands, and what it means to unlock the power of love video game style. But it's been all, it's been all quiet on the Pilgrim, Pilgrim front for a while. Um, but because, as Wright just confirmed on Twitter, the show is real, it's eminent, and it features the whole film cast too, returning to lend their voices to the characters. Uh, Edgar Wright posted this on Twitter. This is not a drill. This is happening. At much musing over the years, uh, there about there being potential for an anime adaptation of Scott Pilgrim. I'm thrilled to say one is eminent, with the whole cast back together, and you're going to lose your minds. He has like a little, I guess, you know, a little Scott Pilgrim. Oh, he just has like the little opening. Like everybody, all the people who are in the movie, right? Who are going to be voices? Yes. So. All right, in case you need to refresh your head, that's Michael Sarah is coming back as Scott. Ellen Wong is come back as Knives Chow. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is uh, Ramona. Uh, <clears throat> Matthew Patel is by, played by Seta Babaha. Lucas Lee, played by Chris Evans. Todd Ingram, played by Brandon Routh. Roxy Ritchie, Richer, Mae Whitman. Uh, the Katyanga twins. It's unclear whether they're both are going to be back. But and uh, Gideon Graves, Jason Schwartzman, plus Kira King Culkin will be back. And Kendrick, Brie Larson, Aubrey Plaza, Allison Pill, Mark Webber, and Johnny Simmons. The whole gang. All right. The whole gang is coming back for an anime series. Hey, why not? It's like a weekend's worth of work. How much am I getting paid? I have to go. Oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I saw it. I was kind of like, well, like you know, and I, I, you recommended the movie to me, and I watched it. I was like, I couldn't believe, like how how well it was done, and you know, like it's one of those things. It's like it's like it kind of to me flew under the radar, and yeah, you know, and then and then they like said you you mentioned it, and I'm like, all right, we watched it, and it was like, wow, that was really good. Especially, especially there's a lot of elements in there that you miss. Like you have to watch uh-huh. it like multiple times because there's little things that make it video game-ish that you don't right. see, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, and you, you pick up on something else. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's it's one of my favorite, one of my, not like it's one of my favorite movies. Like it's a movie that if it's on, I'll just watch it, and they're like, oh, there's a commercial. I don't know if I'm able to sit through that commercial. Like what's the next scene? Um, Ed, uh, let's see what else here. <laughs> I don't know. This one, Rolling Stones gave Owen Wilson a backstage pass, then took it back. <laughs> he was going, wow, too much. <laughs> wow. Who's <laughs> Apparently, this is from... Nobody uh, likes your penis nose. Wow. Wow. You keep walking around giving Marvel spoilers away. <laughs> you can't get no satisfaction! <laughs> Apparently, actor Owen Wilson accepted the blame for being asked to return a lifetime access all-area pass he'd been given by the Rolling Stones just a few hours earlier. He revealed that he'd gone to see Mick Jagger and the band in Argentina, and due to personal connections, he found himself invited backstage. 
But as he revealed in a recent episode of The Late Show with James Corden, it didn't take long for things to go wrong. Wilson said he, had, he and his friend were presented with, quote, special laminates, kind of all access that were good for the rest of your life. And quite naturally, he wanted to exactly see what all access meant. I'm going to walk over there and see if anybody stops me, he thought to himself. And no one, and no one would stop me in my, and, and no one would stop me any place. And I ended up right in this place where I could look over and see Mick Jagger on stage right there. That's when the problem arose. All of a sudden, he's bolting. He bolts during Jumbo Jack Flash and comes running down. It turns out where I was, where I was, was part of the stage a little bit. Uh, Wilson said he froze and tried to be inconspicuous, inconspicuous. But that's when a near impossible scene. He it was near impossible since he was dressed in white. And then someone came running over, shouting, "Get out of here! Move! You're not supposed to be here." <laughs> And you can watch Wilson talk about it on the show pass below. Uh, there in the night, Owen remember thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that was kind of a gnarly experience. <laughs> the following morning, he received a call from the Stone security people. Do you have that laminate? Yes, yeah, still have it. Okay, yeah, we're going to come over and pick it up. <laughs> Despite the embarrassment, Wilson said he completely understood why he was in the wrong. He's like, I get it. Jagger has to, has a show to do. He doesn't need some bozo just cruising around distracting him. <laughs> Guess you weren't moving fast enough for me, were you, Lightning McQueen? <laughs> ka-chow, ka-chow. Ka-chow. Walking around going, ka-chow. <laughs> wow. No, no, it's ka-chow. <laughs> 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 what a what a dope. what an idiot! Like I'm gonna just see how far I can take this. I'm gonna walk around. I look all access, just walking around. All access, all access, all access. Suck it, all access. Oh, I'm gonna go over here. You know why? All access, bitch. Oh my God, like this queen just called me a bitch. <laughs> just walking around, starting all in white. Like, look at me. I'm Owen Wilson. I'm just walking around. Hey, look. I, think it's the, I think it's the first Wayne's world. They get fates, fates, fates. Wayne and are showing their players. After every Alice Cooper concert. Backstage, 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 backstage. Owen Wilson just walking around. Just going, what? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Just, I can't, can you speak a little louder? A little louder than just waving the lanyard in someone's face. I'm tapping them on the forehead. I have all access. Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your own Wilson, you knew you came back here? All access, ka-chow! <laughs> Goes back there, standing on a part of the stage where Mick Jagger's about to walk right past, gotta run off, and like, I can't get no Jumbo Jack flashes, a gas, 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 we're right back, go to the dream. Boom, bumps into Owen Wilson. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, you're not supposed to be here. All, all access! access. <laughs> I don't care, I don't care if you're Mick Jagger, all access, a chow. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's getting all the satisfaction? Me. You know why? All access. Ka chow. <laughs> get, out, get out of my face, dick nose. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave Peter's face an all access? <laughs> I don't know. He just knew somebody. 
Oh, Exus! Sam just walking on the stage, sitting there on the edge of the stage, just kicking his feet off the edge. Like, <laughs> la, 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 la. Everyone's being distracted because there's a guy. Is, is that Lady McQueen all dressed in white just sitting on the stage? What's he doing? Nothing. Just waving his lanyard around going, oh, access, oh, access, trying to get the chance. You know, <laughs> trying to get the crowd to go, ka-chow, ka-chow. And everybody on this side of the stadium, ka-chow. Now all the women. Now just the ladies, ka-chow. Now the real ladies. <laughs> you, you're the guy in the front who hasn't laughed the entire time. I'm watching you. Give me a ka-chow. Give me a ka-chow. Ka-chow. Watch your ass, buddy. <laughs> Keith Richards is trying to push him off the stage. You know, trying to push him, just lightly pushing him with the guitar. Like, come on. Ashing on him with a cigarette. No, man. Ka-chow. All access. <laughs> All just blaring white. Yeah. Woo. Blonde hair, dick nose, dressed all the way, going, ka chow! <laughs> know what this song needs? A little bit of Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Let's get my buddy Mater up here. <laughs> what do you got to say, Mater? Get her done! Ka chow! <laughs> Kids will love it. There's not a single kid in the audience going. <sighs> I mean, I grew up on those guys, but fuck the room, a buzz, man. Oh man, I'm so fucking high. Fucking Lightning McQueen made her out there on. The, on the, they're, they're singing. Fucking, they're going to do the. They're doing the woo woo part of sympathy for the devil. <laughs> woo woo, Kachow! Kachow! <laughs> Ka-chow! <laughs> Pleased to meet you! Hope you guess my name! Ka-chow! Ka-chow! <laughs> What's puzzling you is why Lightning McQueen's on the stage! Ka-chow! Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what that article would be way funnier than I thought it was going to be. The kids say, how's the show? Ka-chow, baby. Ka-chow. I don't get it exactly. You don't have to. Just know that it's funny for me. <laughs> okay, so um, you know who Florence Pugh is? No. Okay, well, she's, uh, what do you call it, uh... Well, she's um, uh, well, you would know her as she played Paige in Fighting with My Family. She was oh, okay. okay. What's her face uh, in uh, Hawkeye? Yeah. Well, apparently, Florence Pugh revealed how her acting pet peeve led to her dream day filming Hawkeye with Haley Seinfeld. Excuse me, this is from Cinnabland. Um <clears throat> Florence Pugh gets a lot of attention from her fans thanks to her star roles and her red hot carpet looks. <laughs> uh, Pugh, Pugh recently got real about something in particular that irks her while filming and how that pet peeve ultimately led to an experience, ex, to an unexpected dream day of filming Hawkeye with co-star Hallie Steinfeld. Uh, Steinfeld. 
Uh, it's common knowledge through by no means universally to know that actors filming scenes where their characters are eating are not always actually eating and drinking things themselves. Uh, when Florence Pugh appeared on Hot Ones for her saucy guest spot, the actress talked about her love of eating while on the set of her various projects, while also sharing how much she dislikes and when she's not actually allowed to chow down in the moment. This is her quote. I think eating on camera is so cool, especially when you get to actually eat and swallow. Because most of the time, when you're shooting things, they're all like, don't eat it, don't touch it, this is going to be a long day, make sure you just nibble. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. And when you watch a scene and someone's just like moving the food around the plate and doesn't actually eat it, <laughs> she's like, yeah. Fortunately, she didn't have to put up with that when she joined Haley Seinfeld on Hawkeye, and she appeared to have it all um, uh, have a ball filming the scene where Yelena and Kate Bishop are talking over instant macaroni and cheese. Pew confirms that she was indeed eating a lot of the delightful orange snack food while shooting that scene, and didn't hold back on the sriracha. In her words, are it was pretty much my idea essentially to have that dream day at work and eat mac and cheese all day long. And then they had sriracha on the table and as a prop. And I was like, is this real? And the prop guy was like, yeah, it's real. And I was like, great. <laughs> so every single take, I'm just shoveling mouth foods of sriracha. I had a fantastic day. It was great. <laughs> they came and asked me for my lunch order. And I said, are you kidding? I've been eating bowls of pot of mac and cheese all morning. <laughs> I'm probably saying we're a little more a little more punched than she probably did, but uh, so while Florence Pugh is a fan of the little splice of mac and cheese, it does appear she has limits. Pew was able to hold her own throughout the first half of Hot Ones, but towards the end of the video, it was clear the heat was getting to her. You can watch the video. You know, Hot Ones is that show where the guy's asking questions, and after every question, they eat a hot wing, and then the hot wing sauce gets progressively gets hotter and hotter and hotter uh, and hotter. Some people are okay. Some people are like, <laughs> like Anna Kendrick was on one where she's like, she had one of the hot ones and she starts crying and she's like, I she can't really take it, right? And she, he asked her a question. She's like, I think it's adorable you're asking me a question because I want to fucking punch you right in the face right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's their reaction. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Pe Pedro Pascal was on not too long ago. Um, he was getting a little, it was getting a little hot under the collar. Jenna Ortega took it like a champ apparently she was yeah i was like this is pretty good like watching people's reaction like kevin hart hysterical because the spicier it gets some people are like oh i can feel it there it is there it is and some people are like fuck like they're tr crying yeah. and they're like I, I give me a second they have to collect themselves it's it's a great show right um when you get when you get a chance to watch them i was like who's on it this week i'll watch that <laughs> uh it's like yeah it'd be nice to eat mac and cheese all day <laughs> just <laughs> don't walk on <laughs> where's the control <laughs> let Owen Wilson in here all access <laughs> not to Marvel shit I'm part of the Marvel team how do you think you got on the set of Loki he wasn't really scheduled all access pass Someone put him in costume and makeup, see if he fits, and just new lines. <laughs> ka chow All access. <laughs> and all the variants. All my variants have all access to all. And there's some, in some twister world, he still has that pass. <laughs> or he fucked up and it wound up in his brother's Luke's, uh, uh, Luke's pet. 
Take it away from Ellen and give it to Luke. He's the good one. <laughs> All right, so um, two things. Two things left, Ed. Yeah. First up, apparently E3 has been canceled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, for those people who don't know, which if you don't know what E3 is, and you, this must be your first time listening to the show. <laughs> Hi, my name's Sean. That's Ed. We sometimes talk about shit no one cares about. Uh, and this time around, it's about E3. E3 is the Electronic ex, uh, ele- Electronic Entertainment Expo. Expo, yeah. Right. Basically, it's where the cream of the crop talk about all their new video games that are coming out. And here, here's some new tech and stuff. You know, well, there's no new tech coming out. And thanks to Sony Direct, Xbox Direct, Nintendo Direct, all three of them come went, we don't fucking need you. Right. Um, Nintendo was going to make a, an appearance, but then they bailed out the last possible moment again. So now no one's going to be there, and except for a bunch of you know suits going rum 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 rum. Well, I mean, I imagine I imagine the smaller video because that's the same. Like like you you kind of you there's there's presentations that mm-hmm. we you know because we all we I mean I remember year I mean we watch as many as we could and some of those games and, that and talk about you're like I have never heard of that game. We'd be highlighted at you know E3 because we'd be like, here's our game. Look at us. You know, we're the little team that could. And you're like, oh my god, that actually game looks really really good. I can't wait to see it. And it's spotlighted sometimes not only the big people but it's some of the little little folks too. Right. And and, and you know and I, 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 there were still like 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 Bethesda would come out and right and uh, uh, other other big video game um, publishers would come out and and you know games and then every if you went to E3 there were booths that would have games of developers out there that wouldn't be able to get a press conference or a pre- you know a press right. uh, junket but they would get at least you know people to come because after after they got through the presentations you would walk the floor right. play the games it's where they showed the Xbox 1 right. PS, PlayStation 5 all those the it's, next so you got you got you got a vibe and all and I was like you know a couple times I th- I think we've talked about it maybe mm-hmm. thinking about going to E3 one right. year and just covering E3 it. seems a little bit more it's more feasible than going to Comic-Con right like, <laughs> impossible insane for us to go to Comic-Con we never we could never you know unless we Got some sponsors or something, right? Like that. But anyway, or that's sold our souls to you know, <laughs> yeah. the sympathy for the devil. Now I want to hear that song. We go, Kachow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I threw in a great song for myself. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but the the idea though is is that like. Yeah, now that the big three basically pulled out completely. Yeah, pull out doesn't sound manly, Ed. <laughs> Since they left, the you know basically didn't think we don't need this anymore. They, there's there's no point of E three. Like like it, it because those three giants not being there. I mean, like right. Nintendo was not there. It was kind of weird. It was still right when you found like the Xbox and PlayStation weren't going to be there. I think it was it was like they didn't even show up for the virtual one. Right. Like why do we need? Why do we got to pay you guys when we can use our own money and then just fucking throw it on the internet? Right. I mean, the PlayStation Direct, we could play it through our own fucking system. Yeah. You know, Microsoft too. I mean, Nintendo had their little thing going on. Nintendo had it for for years. Right. Because I mean, they, they, they would they would put that out during E three. Right. You know, and you like everybody kind of stopped and watched it just because it's just like, well, what's Nintendo pulling out this right. year? Now, you know? now I think PlayStation does it almost like once a quarter. To say like, hey, this is what's coming out, right. you know, and then Microsoft does it too. 
and Nintendo, I think, does it monthly or every right. month or so, every other month or something like that. So there's there's so many out there that you're going. Why do you need this? I mean, that's to say, like, it's a shame because it's like, like I said, the smaller publishers need that, right? You know? it's, the, it's the exposure for the little guy that it should matter for, which is why I still think they should do it. But you know, again, money talks, bullshit walks. If no one's going to be going, no one wants to see you know, like little you know, Bob and Steve's you know, video game. Video Rama game that we made full of stick fingers fighting. I don't. Know, what's do you have? Last of Us Part Three? No, fuck you then. Right. Like, oh, how much money did you put? Well, we only had a small budget, so we did this with like you know twenty seven thousand dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> Where's that hundred million dollar behemoth of a game like Elden Ring? We, we don't. We, we don't. We don't have that. We're a small company. Well, kiss my ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, um, like I said, E three has been canceled. Um, E3 was scheduled for June 13th to the 16th with a mix of industry-focused days and days that would be open to the public. But in the lead-up to June, there have been some worrying signs that things might be rocky for the revival anyway because it would be the first time in person since 2019, right before the pandemic. Um, According to an email sent to employees and verified by IGN, E3 2023, quote, simply did not garner the sustained interest necessary to execute it in a way that would showcase the size, strength, and impact of our industry, end quote. Uh, here's what the email said uh, in an email to The Verge. Kyle Marsden Kish, Global VP of Gaming at Repop, wrote, it's with, it's with a difficult decision because of all the effort we and our partners put towards making this event happen, but we had to do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3. We appreciate and understand the interested companies wouldn't have had playable de- We appreciate and understand that interested companies wouldn't have playable dental demos ready, that resourcing challenges made being at E3 this summer an obstacle they couldn't overcome. For those who did commit to E3 2023, we are sorry we can't put on the showcase you deserve and that you come to expect from Read Pop events experiences. So basically, it's like some people were like, well, why we don't have demos ready, so what's we can't be there. I I think that's a cop-out. I think that, to me, that translates it's Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, the ones that most people come to see, they're not going to be here. And because no one, uh, sorry, folks, but no one really cares about you little guys, we don't have the the those people who bat, who throw the money in, like the investors or the advertising don't want to be there, but you can't have like, you know, God of War presented by Nike. Just do it. Like you can't like you can't have that because it's not like what's what was the one of the little ones that were released today? Like oh, uh, um, released this week. Like you can do a PGA tour sponsored by EA Sports. It's in the game. Paparazzi. Like it was paparazzi brought to you by Pizza Hut. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, it's not going to happen, you know? <laughs> paparazzi, paparazzi brought to you by Canon. Take your best shots with the new Canon camera, wide-angle lens, paparazzi. <laughs> it's just not going to happen, right. unfortunately. And that it sucks because while those big adventures, while you'd be like, yeah, no, just do it, but Nike brings you Last of Us Part 3, you know, those people who are there to see that also get to see the others, the smaller right. ones. So it kind of feeds into it. And then you get some guy going like, look, this year we've we've designed an apparatus that attaches to your controller where you can play it with your dick. 
you know, and you're like, oh my god, that's the future of gaming, uh, penis games, woo, like, you know, the actual, the whole, the joystick that never leaves the house, you know, like, you know, just something, you're going, oh my god, it's inventive, and it's different, and it's like... <laughs> I'm like, I'll never watch TV again. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, get sucked off while you play. Right. It's like, right, like, oh, oh boy, these levels are harder. Right. <laughs> right. Like, oh my God. Like, oh, look at this. This is the one that gives you every time you get shot, you get an electric shot volt into your fingertips. Holy crap. That's kind of really cool and inventive. It really makes you take the gameplay to the next level where it's going to, if you get killed in the game, you get electrocuted. Just a little bit. Not a really, not a, not a strong power. Sales but. dropped today due to a malfunction in the <laughs> Three people died today. Yeah. <laughs> While playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> or like, hey, here's the next VR camera that's coming out. Look how cool it is. It now widens the range so that way you can have a bigger player area so you don't have to worry about tripping over you. Like we have sensors now where you don't have to worry about tripping over your sofa a la Dick Van Dyke style. Right. Like, you know, but those things now fall to the wayside because, you know, the big three aren't going to be there. You know, it just... It, it sucks. It sucks, but it's also, I think, I think personally, hold on, <laughs> soapbox, I think that the pandemic made a lot of people do things differently. I think the people who never shopped online before that were afraid of doing it were forced to do it during the pandemic and they realized, oh, it's not so bad, so let's do that. I think that's the reason why more people stay at home and do more shopping online than they do go in stores. Like, I work in a mall and that mall is pretty dead. Right. You know, on any kind of given, on any Monday through Thursday, um, probably until like maybe most of Friday. <clears throat> it's kind of a dead mall. Yeah. There's like, you know, I've had days where I've had like eight transactions, you know, and that's from a 11 a.m. to a 7 p.m. shift. Right. <clears throat> and you can see, like, now I work in the video game industry. Clearly, Monday through Thursday, like, well, kids are at school. Of course they're not going to show up. Right. But I even had slow summers, like, you know, because you're at summertime, who wants to stay home and play video games? Right. So, but the mall itself is not doing great. Like, you can. There are moments where I'll scan something. I can hear the echo of it from the hallway. You know, we're going, wow, that's, there's no hustle and bustle out in the mall. Right. Um, so I, and like some people walk in going, what's going on with this mall? Is it dying? I'm like, ah, look, look, does it say Sean's mall? No, it doesn't. It's out of my pay scale. You know what I know? I come in. I go, hey, can you open the doors? They say, sure. You know, <laughs> as long as that keeps going on, I guess we're still in business. <laughs> One day I'll probably like be like, <laughs> and try to look for someone to unlock the door, and there'll be nobody. I'll be like, "Fuck! I guess we're closed." <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you know I'll make a food phone calls going. Apparently, we're locked out of the store. I guess we got to call somebody so we can move our shit. Like you know. Until then, it's open the door. Hey guys, how you doing? You know, just go to there's, the gate. there's all these video games on the law. They right. they just. <laughs> There's clothes from another store. Right. You know? Just this big, just, people just wheeling out shit. Yeah, we're closed. <laughs> just get your shit and go. I just, just me. I don't have a truck. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Like, give me like 48 hours at least to get a U-Haul. Something. <laughs> you can walk out like you know, a whole bunch of games in my arms, like dropping them as I'm walking out. <laughs> I got about 
350 worth of games. I, I got a couple while, while I'm trying to hold on to some PS5s, my fingers like walking out, like, uh, uh, hold on, uh, just give me a second. Throw him in the back of the truck. You know? the I'm sorry, I'm gonna make a joke. You're gonna hate it. Right. You go to another GameStop, trade it in, you get a bucket. <laughs> that old joke. <sighs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> that old gag. Got a dollar and a half. I don't know, Ed. If you put it towards a game that's coming out, you get 20% extra in trade credit. Yeah. Oh! So maybe it goes up to five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can play that game, too. <laughs> so anyway. Um, he did conclude the email by stating that ReadPop and the ESA will work together on future EA, E3 events, suggesting the convention could return in subsequent years. In January, IGN reported that Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony would all be skipping the show. We, we talked about it on right. our show. Uh, and Nintendo and Microsoft later confirmed they wouldn't be there. On a February earnings call, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemont indicated that E3 might not be happening at all, though Repop confirmed to The Verge that the event was moving forward. Ubisoft later said it would be attending the show, which it then reneged on. And IGN reported in March that Sega and Tencent wouldn't be at E3 either. Um, that said, June is still poised to be packed with gaming news. Uh, Jeff Knightley's Summer Game Fest uh, takes place on June 8th, and the in-person Play Days component will be back this year. Uh, IGN reports. Microsoft's annual Xbox showcase and its Starfield focus show are scheduled for June 11th. And Ubisoft's in-person Ubisoft Forward Live is set for the day after on June 12th. So, I mean, there's things going on. Uh, And probably that Starfield thing is going to be when I have to start thinking about maybe buying an Xbox. Ah. I'm kind of... As a gamer, I'm frustrated because... I'm like, well, there's enough for everybody, you know. If but then, then a part of me is like, well, I have PlayStation because I play Spider-Man games. That's what Xbox doesn't have. But right. now Xbox has Blizzard games, and um, I want to play Starfield. Starfield looks like a really, really cool game, and I want to play it. But it's, now I have to buy a system for it. Fuck. Like, yeah, I, I really don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last article, Ed, is. You're, you sent it to me, and you're like, nerd news, question mark? Um, I don't know if it's going to get slightly political, I guess, Ed. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Disney quietly dodges DeSantis' oversight oh my board, God, this is, appointees realize. This is brilliant. I mean, this is the ultimate fuck you move. Yeah. This is where Disney goes, oh, let's just burn this fucker down. <laughs> like... Fuck me. No, fuck, fuck you. you. Ka-chow, motherfucker. Because <laughs> for those people who haven't keeping part of the news, we're, I'm going to try very, very politely not to get on my own personal soapboxes and just stick to the facts. I can do that for you. Allow me to explain it to you. Oh, okay, Ed. Yeah, well, you are a Disney insider. You're yeah, a VIP. We, I, we, we've been following this story, I don't know, I, I have for been months. Too. Months, right? right? 
And it was kind of weird. Uh, well, we should go back to it, see where it's all started. Started, started. There was a CEO, and it's no longer CEO of the Disney company. His name's Bob Chapek. He and a bunch of Disney people, not, not just him. I'm not going to, you know, single right, him right, out. Right, right, right. <clears throat> um, but he will become singled out later in, in this in this scenario. There is a with well, in Florida. They have a don't say gay bill. Now, what the don't don't gay say gay bill is? Don't say gay bill. Right. Is the fact is that the the toddler to middle school age they don't want to talk about homosexuality in the classrooms in public schools. Right. So that's the the law that they wanted to take. Now Disney supported that bill. I thought they did not support that bill. They which is, did, which is why DeSantis went after. They it, gave they? constituents that were supporters of the bill money for their campaigns. Oh, so that could have been one of the reasons why what's his face was added. Right. I so, mean outed by I mean kicked out, not outed as you're gay. So, <laughs> so I gotta make sure there's something funny in this story. <laughs> get, make jokes as much as you want. I don't uh, care. So so CEO Bob Chapek decides that he's going going to go against DeSantos and saying he supports because the LBGQ... LGBTQ... Um, Thank you, because I can never get the letters all right. I'm sorry if I can't get the letters right because there's so many of them. And they're not in the right order for me in my head. <laughs> right. So anyway, so they... Uh, though All the people that work for Disney that were in, the, in that category protest and left. Right. And, right. And, okay. And big walkout. Big walkout happened and they were protesting and they were they striking. Said, Fuck basically. you. Right. These so, letters are now out of your alphabet. Fuck you, we're out of here. So Bob Chapek says, no, we support our employees. Wait for you, chap ass. <laughs> we, support our, we support our employees that we are sorry. We're going to now rectify these. these the, <laughs> he said rectify. <laughs> <laughs> so he's now, you know, thing. So in, in so basically first he's like, oh, no, we support that. And then he's like, oh, fuck, no, we don't. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he, changed, he switched gears and changed his changed okay. his ways, and you know type of thing. And he he realized what he did was wrong. The he apologized ways, type uh-huh. of thing. Yeah. So of course, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, is now pissed at Disney because right, right, it's right. going, "What the fuck? You've been right. supporting me all this right, long. Right. You, you you had my back." Now I would say that at that time because now Disney, I you know this way more than I do. Disney has so much land. That it pretty much is its own entity, has its own law enforcement, has its own fire company. Has its well, there's, own- it's called the Reedy Creek Project, and okay. the Reedy Creek Project is if a road has to be built, if a water plant, t- a water plant has to be done with or uh-huh. fixed or whatever, it's Disney's dime. Disney pays for it all. Okay, so it, it's okay. it's uh, there's no taxes coming from the state of. Uh, Florida or okay. the city of Orange County. Okay, so it saves taxpayers right, money. Saves saves taxpayers money. Okay. So they have their own fire department. They have their own police force now. They have county sheriffs that are Florida uh, employees. Uh-huh. Stop! We're all small shoot. Right. Which, oh gosh! You know how Roswell faster is going. <laughs> but they do comply to those state rules. But sure. they But they have the state basically come the county. Uh, sheriffs come in and arrest people. Okay. Or whatever. All right, they, right. Disney can't do that. They don't right. have that There's kind no, of authority. No. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get Chip and Dale and Keystone cop uniforms right. and building clubs going, you're going to jail. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Pardon me, sir. <laughs> so that all happens. So Ron DeSantis is now pissed. Right. He's that, the governor. The governor of Florida. So now he goes, well, fine. Reedy Creek no longer exists, and he was using the fact that they could build a 
the nuclear power plant on that property, and there's nothing for Florida to do to stop them because they have this. Nothing Disney can do to stop the, them because right because they own the land. They, right, Florida, it's Florida's fucking land. Right, you got an agreement. I'm going to revoke that license. That plays no, and I'm going to fucking put a nuclear power plant there. Well, no, 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 well, not no, no. He doesn't want to put a nuclear. Right, power he plant. said he could though if he wanted. To. No, no, Disney could. Oh, Disney could do it. Oh, Disney could do so whatever they want. Since it's land. So he goes. He goes. We don't want that because oh, you know you don't know what right. you don't know what Disney's doing. Disney right. putting you know hurting your kids and blah blah blah. Don't say gay. Blah blah blah. So he decides he he's going to shut them down. Now, of course, the taxpayers of Orange County are in a lawsuit against Governor DeSantis because if that gets dissolved, all the taxes will go. Way right, up now the people because they have to fun. pay for all those right, roads. Right now, the money that Disney used to pay to make sure the roads were nice are now going to come out of your pocket, you the taxpayer. And now, if you have a problem with that, you know who you talk to. You talk to your governor because now the the bill that Disney was fronting that you didn't have to worry about those clean, smooth roads that you're riding on. Guess what? Moment a pothole happens, you're dying. Right? Fuck you. You know? Well, I was saying they, they would owe Disney money for right. certain projects that right. they've done. To, right. To, like, oh, well, now that we did that, you owe us money. Right. And they're like, what the fuck? I didn't. You ride that road, don't you? Yeah. You know, yeah, sure. It was our guys who did it. Sure. They might have looked like dwarves, but, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we did the work. See that See that water ravine that we built? Right. That was, you know, you have to pay You're for welcome. That. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're welcome. So DeSantis, DeSantis comes in. They come up with this new, basically, layout plan, which is based pretty much the same as the Reedy Creek. They just rename things. Uh-huh. They make they make turns. There's there's the there's I forget how many there are in charge of this. Uh, it's a committee, right? It's and, a committee, and the Santos appointed appointed, and nobody can be work for a theme park for at least three years. So you'd have to have somebody that was like retired from Disney, right, from right, like right. five years ago, to be eligible to right. A lot of the people that Santos apparently appointed to be part of this board were. His constituents and yeah, his friends, his lawyers, and definitely and- the people who were definitely of the right, uh, right wing, extreme right wing perception right. of things. All so right? Disney had to go to this board. They have no power. Disney every time had to do something like this, they, they would have to go to this board, board, get this approval, get this done, and that's. That's at that that before this article happened. Mm-hmm. This was what's going on. DeSantis, goes, everyone's like DeSantis, is like there's a new sheriff in town. That's right. Ha ha ha! Fuck you. Uh, go get woke. Go broke. Get woke. Go broke. Blah blah blah. Yeah. How young? How do you like them apples? Disney says, <laughs> strap in, folks. <laughs> they decide. Well, okay. Let's see. Uh, the Disney Oversight Board, installed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantos, accused its predecessor of using an 11th hour agreement to sharply curtail the new board's power and bolster the entertainment giant's control over the Florida-based amusement park. <laughs> right? So one of the last acts before DeSantis's appointees took over, the board for that area that includes Walt Disney Company's Florida's theme park agreed to a deal in February. This was a public meeting, by the right. way, so anyone could have gone here and anyone could have stopped this. Yeah, see, the, uh, the whole time DeSantis knew and this was going on. on and didn't do anything about it. Right. So now, 
<clears throat> they made a deal in February that grants the company broad veto power over er- any improvements or change to properties in the park, according to the copy of the agreement published by the Orlando Sentinel. Under the measure, any changes are, quote, subject to Disney's prior review and comment, end quote, so as to, quote, ensure consistency with the overall design and theming of the park Effectively stripping much of the board's power to regulate Disney. <laughs> the board also prohibited is also from prohibited from using Disney's names or characters, such as Mickey Mouse, or distributing or selling Disney-related merchandise. It also gives the company the right to prior review and comment when the board changes building exteriors, among other structures. The new agreement invokes a Royal lives cause. <laughs> this is this is this is where Disney this goes. Is, this is the biggest fuck you I've ever heard in my life. But go ahead. <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. The royal lives clause is basically it is valid in perpetuity. Perpetuity, or, or as in forever, is deemed to be too long until the quote death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III, King of England, living as of the date of this declaration. Such clauses have been employed for centuries as workaround for restrictions on agreements in perpetuity. The contract also contains stipulations allowing Disney to seek damages if the board violates any provisions. Hmm. Through his spokesperson, Dan Santez said that the governor appointed Boyd had contracted law firms to challenge the agreement and suggested certain, quote, legal infirmities could render it void. Um, <clears throat> let's see. How Disney outmaneuvered Santez. In a bureaucratic cube, Disney and the previous board signed an agreement on February 8th, a day before the Florida House passed. <laughs> this is where it goes. A day before the Florida House passed a bill paving the way for DeSantos appointees that transferred much of the board's power back to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) The new board, much to its chagrin, apparently discovered the agreement recently, although the ongoing Ready Creek board placed the required public hearing notice on the issue in the Orlando Sentinel newspaper in late January. So Disney's like, no, no, we're going to do this. This is what we're, we're going to have a vote on this. Ignored. Okay. <laughs> Here's a quote. Um, I'm surprised they didn't tell us about it as soon as we were, as I'm surprised that they didn't tell us about it as soon as we were appointed. One of the board members, Brian Austin Jr., told local stations News 6. As the, as the board meet, held a meeting on Wednesday, we had to find out about it late at night on a Friday night. <laughs> the Santos new board should not have been caught off guard, says Chad Emerson, who wrote a history of the theme park, Project Future, the inside story behind the creation of Disney World. His thing is, it looks like the governor's team failed to monitor the RCID public meetings leading up to the change. I can't believe they weren't reviewing every agenda and attending every meeting where a contract was approved. Describing the, agree- the agreement as a subversion of the will of voters, August said the board will, quote, have to deal with it and correct it, according to the Associated Press. Um, Ron Perley, another board member, said that the meeting 
that under this agreement, this board loses, for practical purchase purposes, the majority of its ability to do anything beyond maintain the roads and maintain basic infrastructure. <laughs> Disney basically, uh, to put it in layman's term, they kind of went, you know what? Right before then, those new people come in, let's let's all take a vote. And that vote is basically going to say, let's not give this board any more power and let us take control. Yeah, we know we created you guys to have control and be able to talk about this. But just you know, for sake of art, trust us, give it back to us. And every board member went, okay. Because <laughs> they're losing, they're they're losing, losing their job anyway. It's like saying, like, hey, what do you, it's like you're, about to, you're about to lose your job, and what do you want to do with all the money? Let's take it. <laughs> like, like, hey, we're gonna, we, what do you want to do with the, all this food? Fuck it, let's eat it. Like, and then the new guys come in and they're like, wait, what? We don't have any power? When can we have it? When King Charles III's last descendant dies, that's when you get control. <laughs> that's like 50, 30 years, potential 30 years. <laughs> It's going to be like 80, 90 years. Really? Yes. Because, you, well, you figure right, you, well, Char- you, well, Charles III, right. his kids, right. his grandkids. Right. <clears throat> right. Like I said, they're babies now. Right. And if they have kids after that, because it's basically going to be like, right. until the last descendant of King Charles III, the now current King of England, until all his kids are dead, that's when you'll get control back. <laughs> Almost everybody on that board is going to be dead. That, right. The Santos is going to be, be dead. dead. Like Disney just went, it's it's evil and genius and and perfect. It's like fuck us, no no no, fuck you, buddy. You think you could come in here and and, and and try to shut us down? The thing is, is that you watch. We watch. I mean, my wife and I watch this unfold like mm. week after week because it was like it was it not like, like every week, but every ever. Well, no, week but or I'm gonna say you are a Disney. Um, person right so like this does kind of interest you and it also does affect you in certain way because you do go visit the parks a lot i mean on a broad scale it does affect a bigger picture because you're talking about people's jobs livelihoods vacation spots right. you know like like it does it's it's a big deal right and <laughs> but it's just like but the thing is is like like Every everybody's been reporting this stuff are kind of going. I can't believe Disney is allowing this to happen. Like, right? They were quiet. They were quiet. They, they didn't say a word. They were like, "We will comply with anything that." You know, they were they, just like, they yeah, just laid okay, down. They, sure. They, they, <laughs> Disney sh- showed their belly, so to speak. Right. You're like, oh, that seems weird. They seem to be okay with that. That's fucking weird. They're just like. Like, you would think there'd be more like, oh, we have our lawyers talking about right. this. We're going to fight this. This is like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. When when's it, when you guys taking over, thanks for the date. Right. You know, and then secretly they're like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. This is what we're going to do, right? We're going we're gonna to load them into a full sense of security, right? And then they're, they're going to be so, we're going to just say, yeah, sure. But they're going to ignore everything that we do now because they think that we're going to comply. But secretly what we're going to do is we're going to get the board. We're going to talk to all them. We're going to say, hey, look, the last thing you guys are going to do, because let's face it, you're getting fired. How are we going to fuck these guys? You know what we do? Give us the power back. We know and how now all these bitches can do is just pave our fucking roads. That's it. Hey, we need roads done. Get on that, Phil. <laughs> but we want to make some deep changes. You know, Disney, we think, no, no, huh, huh. You got no say in that, buddy. You know why? King Charles's kids are still alive. 
and kicking. Till they're dead, <laughs> shut your pie hole. You can see it like like England assassination. <laughs> right. <laughs> <If> that, <laughs> family members are dropping. Yeah, right. Like, oh my god, what's going on? This Santa's girl. I'm gonna get them all. All because Disney doesn't want us to say wants to say gay. <laughs> like it's it's petty on on one level, but brilliant on another because Disney's like, no. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It's it just Santa's. I mean, he's got like signs, and he's like, "I'm the killer," blah, blah, blah. And then it's like they just cut off his balls, <laughs> and like not in like in public. It wasn't even like someone just in the middle of the night just went snip. It was like, get the guillotine, because <laughs> it's just like all these people are like, oh, walking in. Can you imagine those guys walking in like fucking dick hard. We got these fuckers right. We got our we got our we got our marching orders from DeSantis. We're gonna cut this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Get get woke, go broke, and then they walk in and they're like, "Wait, we got nothing. What happened? Yesterday we voted on this. We voted on this. Where were you guys? We made it public. <laughs> we even told you we were gonna vote on this. You guys did nothing about it." <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp, womp. That's the thing. Like, like, yeah, cause that's the thing that was like killer most. It's like that's like like if I was if I was like I have to fight my enemy and I'm 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 you know gonna nail the final nail mm-hmm. in the coffin, I'm gonna be sitting at his meetings and going, What's going on? I would be I'd be sitting there going, What are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Like you'd be watching him like a hawk. But Disney was just like if you it's I'm gonna say it's the arrogance of the Santos and his crew underestimated the brilliance of somebody pro- and it almost probably came to them as a goof <laughs> come here come here come here what are you guys gonna do I, look I got it I got it hold on okay here we are what if we do a vote and right before they walk in we vote that they give, we give all the power back to Disney and that these we essentially if we had to come and work next day we'd have no power <laughs> dude that's fucking brilliant man i know man it's great <laughs> like i mean that's the meaning you know this is gonna be a movie or yeah. at some point someone's gonna have to have this conversation and be like how stupid do you have to be to not know that disney was gonna like you just thought that they were just gonna roll over and be like oh, okay <laughs> Okay, you want to step in and then change everything? Okay, we'll be fine with that. No, it's no problem. I mean, it's our only way of life, and every every dollar that comes into this town comes through us, and we're just gonna be like, yeah, sure, guys, yeah, go ahead, come on in, come on in. It's it's like it's like they're like, yeah, sure, come on in. Here's they got the one, it's the welcome mat, and they just push a button, and that welcome mat slides back, and it's a spike pit. <laughs> just. <laughs> I mean, now they, of course they are fighting it. I know the, well, the of article course they say, are. You know the the the, the state the state hasn't given up, and they're, they're right. They're, they're not because they, they're like and, idiots, and they think they're going to take it to the Supreme Court. So we're laughing at that point because it's like the Supreme Court's going to listen to Disney v. DeSantis, right? So like, you're going really? That's going to be right. A thing? Like this is. I'm like my taxpayers are going for this. And like trust me right now, I'm putting all my money on Disney. <laughs> like if there was a bet in line, I'm like. There is no way that that the go- that the government's going to be like, yeah, we're going to, especially now that Trump just got indicted, they're going to try to clip all that stuff away. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that DeSantis is going to run for president for twenty twenty four. He did put his hat in the ring. Oh, now so, he did. Right. So he's 
you think that probably we think that probably what's going to have happening is this is just going to get buried. Like, well, of course, you, it's because you don't want the guy who's running for president to be going after Disney, right? I mean, could you imagine your president? Like, <laughs> could you the signs alone, right? Like, you know, DeSantis, you know, holding these guys like the princesses hostage. This is the man you want as your president, like. He's just as bad as Trump. Oh, go ground by the pussy. <laughs> go ground by the Disney ears. <laughs> He's holding up Dumbo. Right, <laughs> right. holding up Dumbo. <laughs> like, I, uh, I just, I just, it was just a, a, I would say, a beautiful legal move maneuver that that no one saw coming. No one. It was like, wait, they did what? <laughs> like I saw. I saw the article and I didn't think anything about it because I don't like know how I know that you and I could probably talk about it off air. Be like, oh right. my god, how fucking great is that? And honestly, too, I'm a dumb dude, so a lot of the stuff's like way over my head, going legal jargonese, blah blah blah. Right. Basically, DeSantos wanted these guys just went, yeah, we're gonna come into power. And the day before, I was like, give us the power back. <laughs> Wait, till you get the make sure the cameras are on because I want to see. All their faces when they find out, <laughs> and they're imagine just sitting in that room going, "Wait, what? Huh? Right? Hey, phones are probably what do you? I guarantee you, a lot of people's blood pressures were up that day, and there was a lot of yelling. What do you mean? Someone get someone else on the phone and explain this to me. How do you guys let this happen? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? We took a vote. I mean, that's how it happened. It was all public record. Public record." It's like me, it's like me taking a, a billboard going, I'm gonna go streaking through Citizens Park. And it's everywhere. And everyone knows, hey, I think Sean's gonna go streaking in Citizen Park. And then me doing and people at Citizen Park going, I didn't expect that. <laughs> like, what <laughs> the, the hell is this? What the hell is this? No one told me this was happening. The billboard's right out front. <laughs> like, it's it's right there. You parked under it. <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm like I'm like because we we always think how brilliant Disney is. I mean, especially when you go to the parks and you see how they right. handle certain right. Uh, you know that they're geniuses with the whole thing. marketing. And it's like, oh look, here's a ride, right, ride right off into the gift shop, right. and how they sell. They're marketing geniuses, and they just tap into something. But you had no idea they're just <laughs> that devious that you're going, holy shit! Like, like, oh, it's a whole nother level. Dude. I mean, that is that is definitely whoever whoever came up with that idea. It, it definitely needs a raise, or definitely drinks are he. That guy's never drinking at a, paying for a drink ever at Disney. at Disney at anywhere. If I'm sitting in a park and if I'm sitting in a bar somewhere and I hear the story and go like, "That's that guy who made that," I'm like. Get that man wherever he wants. I don't even go to Disney, and I respect that man <laughs> or that woman, that person. Yeah. I don't care what what part of the alphabet they're on. If they came up with that idea, chef's kiss, as my wife would call it. <laughs> like, whoo! I was like, that's that's a win for that's a win for everybody. <laughs> Just a bunch of old white men sitting around a desk, confused. <laughs> I, wait, what happened? I don't... What do we do? We can't do that? Not only can you not do that, but you can't even attach Disney's name to it. No, you can't have... Oh, I see you're wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. We'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we now own your asses. Huh? 
Like, yeah, you guys can't do anything without our approval. <laughs> well, what? That's not the way it's supposed to Oh, see, what we did was you thought you were going to go one way and we switched it around. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> How do you know you don't go in a land war when it comes to Disney? <laughs> oh what a fall apple zing <laughs> hold on i just hurt myself i think we call it a show <laughs> chef kiss it out now and say good night all right folks thanks for listening if you haven't guessed by now we're called geeksters <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a dynamic duo of dipshits. Woo! The guys who don't know their left shoe from their right shoe. <laughs> I actually do know that. I don't know. I don't know any legionese. I can't talk legal jargon. I got all my legal terms from Law and Order. Alright. Imagine just Mickey walking in now and put his feet up on the desk going, What's on the news today, guys? Ha ha! <laughs> what am I going to have you guys do today? Let's start off by polishing my big shoes. <laughs> That's right. You, old guy, what's your name? Paul? Get over here. Got a little scratch behind me. <laughs> Clean it with your tongue. You can't do that. Oh, according to this document i own your asses until the cows come home (laughs) 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 all right all right all right thanks folks Uh, again this is geeksters if you haven't gone to already, I don't know why you haven't. Geeksters Radio, give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or, I don't know, here's a novel idea. Contact Ed. Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or, or, if you want to tell me whether you like or hated the movie Willow, <laughs> you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Ka-chow.